Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Bag and Boardcast. It's episode number 197. I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. We're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three segments. The first being The Week in Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the past week. Next is the list, the books that we are looking forward to coming out 1231, a Tuesday. Then we follow that up with our weekly rotating main topic, and keeping with the theme for this month, it's all annual stuff. Um, we're doing our 20... 20- 13 look back we're going to be talking about the video games movies and comic books we most enjoyed this That's is true 2013 you know 2013. what we normally do before we start the show we usually pour a beer yeah before we usually <laughs> open it up and pour a beer we this time tonight. we we totally forgot that we uh so which where are we going to start why don't we do the live because it's okay. the latest yeah, the, uh, live and we're looking back it's not that hard to pop open this is a bottled condition beer from southern tier and uh, they say that it'll just keep on aging. Yeah, it's got active yeast in it, so it's going to keep eating away at those mm-hmm. sugars. In We've there. had this during the summer know. when it was first released, like, uh, I'm guessing early summer. Like I'm pretty sure May. it was early summer. It's right when you got your basement all in. You'd gotten your couch down there. Okay. And mm-hmm. All right, so yeah, uh, early, maybe late April, early May, yeah. And so here we are going, you know, about six, seven months later. We were thinking about doing it every six months and then we, you know, are horrible and lose track of time. It happens. Yeah, we need to keep track of There's what a lot we of have beer down there. there. There's why, lots that's of why we have it. Mm-hmm. We got to take an inventory and, you know, uh, a lot of beer like I've been drinking and I'm like, oop, we should have not kept this. Yeah, this long. take a look at the dates. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, last time we had this, I checked into it at a three and a half. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't bad. It still has a nice smell to it, a nice citrus. Yeah, it's got a nice little sweet there mm-hmm. on the nose. Floral bouquet. Hmm. Still tangy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little tangy. Uh, it's got a nice... My taster's a little off, and so is my... a nice little hop, though. So is my mm-hmm. sniffer. It's not bad. I would still leave it at the 3.5. It's definitely yeah. something I would be welcome to try again. I don't remember if it was just really light last time, and I'm like, okay, maybe it'll open up more with the yeast really working. Yeah. I think it was pretty light. And this still, yeah, we're still waiting. Still waiting live. Yeah, it's, well, it's very how? light. I don't mm-hmm. think I was a huge fan of it um, when we first had it. It's not something I'm going to search out, but... Yeah, I'll I enjoy it. that they do this, Yeah, mm-hmm. and then yeah. it's a beer that's around. It's an interesting experiment, too, for us, just to see how it... Turns up every six months. Mm-hmm. So look forward to it coming back during the summer. Yeah, another six months. You know, but go. this is a good like spring beer. Like it is a good spring. I'd, I'd say it's a good spring beer. It's got those flavors that you'd want at that time of year when it's just beginning to warm up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's playful. So, Real tight <laughs> bubbles on. It let's too. warm up to some news. Do we have yeah. anything to talk about for Week in Geek? I got nothing for this. Um, I got nothing. It's quiet. Spider-Man has released that it's adding, like, three more villains. They're second, like, third-rate villains. Um, I forget which ones they're being named, but they're going to be appearing in Spider-Man 2 as well. Yeah, they're leading up to the, se- yeah. the what, Secret Six? And Sinister I think, Six. Sinister yeah, Six. I, th- I think these guys are so small that they're probably going to be pulling some kind of heist or something and it's just like an opening scene <laughs> yeah something like that but oh, it, it's three more villains added to uh, still a laundry man, list the, of villains the more i hear about Mr. Amazing Spider-Man, the more i kind of get worried yeah. about it because it seems like they're trying to do a lot even if it's just like a bit villain here and there like it's that's one more thing that they have to worry about and they cut 
you know, Rogue out of X-Men First Class because there was just too much going on. They cut all the Mary Jane stuff out. Yeah, it's true. That, like, she's not in the movie anymore either. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's got, right. I gotta, remember teaser yeah. images of her gotta, being on set. They got to make room for uh, all those villains. All the villains. All the villains. <laughs> and also, you want to see more uh, Emma Stone as Gwen I'm, Stacy. Yeah, I'm okay with before, not seeing more Emma Stone. Before, I don't know. Before, they, before okay. they kill her. Yeah. Because I, I like the chemistry between the two of them. I think they, they had good chemistry. The movie, yeah. But yeah, it 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 uh it makes me worried. It makes me X Men three worried. Yeah. Yeah, when they keep on adding characters, because that was the thing. But it'd be so cool. You finally get to see the Juggernaut and this person and this person and Paul. Multiple man's going to be in it, and I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't win them all. Bill. No. Sometimes excitement's good. Yeah. Then you learn. Mm-hmm. <coughs> then you learn that it all blows up in your pants. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, um, it's a reference to guidance runner missiles. <coughs> this was a excitement. new rumor coming out that Denzel Washington may be playing Green Lantern John Stewart. I heard that was uh, already squashed. Because yeah. it's going to be common, right? Like that's yes. that's still that's still a thing. Um, right? I you know what? If if somebody's going to play a John Stewart, I I think Denzel's a good good choice for that. Well, yeah, he's now a elder statesman. Of, of you know he would be I think he would come out a little old but you know Ben Affleck is now the old Batman yeah. so who knows I don't know how old he yeah are. who knows what we're gonna be getting with this too so it's crazy mm-hmm. but yeah I have nothing else no news what else don't you have Chris well, hold on oh, actually oh. it's been tipped off that Fox may have a Fantastic Four versus X Men movie in the works from one of their investing calls. An X-Men versus... X-Men versus Fantastic Four. Fox has both yeah, rights. I know they have both rights, and but, that's a good way to relaunch. Um, but not versus. I don't understand the versus. That's kind of weird. Because it wouldn't, like, both sides aren't people that would be like, we gotta stop them. Yeah, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's... And they haven't even re- done anything to reboot Fantastic Four yet. The only thing I could really think is, like, the Fantastic Four, you know, kind of like Mr. Fantastic is, is trying to find a cure for really unstable mutants, right? Or something like that, like, ch- not Chamber, but who was Pro- Protoss, right? Like, Protoss are from StarCraft. Not Pro- uh, what? Who was Professor X's illegitimate son? Oh, uh, uh I'm blanking out. It's not Prodigy. Le- Legacy? No. I think it might be Legacy. Okay. I don't know. He's an X-Men Legacy. That's the kind of stuff well, that I don't yeah, think. He's like to. completely unstable, <coughs> like he can't control his powers and like doing that kind of thing and then the X-Men have to go and be like, no, you can't do this. Where yeah. like, well, I wasn't even, it was just a so thought experiment be, I was doing. I wasn't even thinking it's about It's going to be Avengers versus X-Men without the Avengers and Fantastic Four and yeah. Yeah, it's I, possible. I wasn't thinking as a human ramifications. I'm Reed Richards. Yeah. I, it was a wild thought experiment that I was <laughs> just tinkering around with, and then it would have just ended up in my closet over here, and nobody would have known until Stryker finds it. Until Stryker. Boom. Boom. I read that movie. Get me on the investor call. There you go. Pitch it. Sell it. Something else we always ask for every year is to draw and send in your favorite Paul moments. Oh, I didn't have a chance. <laughs> So we got a couple here in our little mailbag. I'm, I'm hoping one is me asking about our words. Oh. And it's just me being surrounded by things that I start with R. This is actually, like uh, I, I think this has something to do with manly manly. <laughs> that guy looks pretty manly manly. Uh, because it's Paul drawn as like a lumberjack? 
Uh-huh. But he's shooting lightning out of his hand, and that's cutting the tree in half. But he still has an axe. He still has an axe, though. And I, I'm not sure, but I think his chest hair actually cut, goes into his beard. Oh, oh. that's what it looks like. What's and, that? Is that a... Uh, it's a UFO, UFO, and the sun is saying USA. <laughs> that's crazy. I didn't know I was that jingo-nesque. Right? And he's really, oh, thank you. He's nice. really buff. And he's I don't know. I get, that's a plaid shirt. It, is, it does. It looks. That, is, that is what I was big, hoping my body would look like when I went big, to Vegas. He's a big burly lad there. That is exactly what I was oh. thinking. I enjoyed myself. the lightning bolt cutting the that tree, tree in half. going down. It looks. It's very well done. Yeah. <laughs> I I didn't get any pictures sent to me, unfortunately. Yeah. I've been busy. One one of my favorites here is somebody put sent in. It's a. It's a Paul mask. <laughs> oh wow. Oh, here, here. wow! Chris, hold that up. Let me, let me hold for your up. face. And it wow. comes. It comes with throw up. It's a, it's, I can't see it. It's detached and it's real fun. And you put it up by the mouth. I can't see it, but I feel the disappointment. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh look at that! I have a horrible nose. <laughs> but it does look it's like three D. Like it does. I, it, <laughs> it does kind of look like you. I'm gonna bring it into work and just like people will, will recognize me. They'll be like, yeah. Paul, why are you wearing a mask Paul, of yourself? Why, why do you have two faces right now? Mm-hmm. I'll one, have to wear my glasses over the mask. It'll be hilarious. The people did they, whoever did this did a really good job because they captured the actual room that we record in, mm-hmm. and it's Paul and is behind the desk with his microphone. I thought that was you. I, well, we look all very much alike <laughs> from a distance. Lost, a lot more like John than it does Paul. <laughs> that's where I lost my. Uh, uh, and that's when he lost episode <laughs> episode uh, one ninety. Is oh, actually out jumping out there. the window and he says, "Bye, I love you." And Paul's like. Where did it go? And we have like the flowered uh, blinds oh, yeah. behind us. Uh-huh. Wow! Your nice. bookcase, nicely done, listeners. So, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, good. You wearing a hoodie? I know, I know exactly. Really that's like the hood. Really like I, I'm pretty now. sure I know what happened. I should have left the glasses off. Yeah. Oh, they should have. They should have left the glasses off. <laughs> they they dropped the ball. On that <coughs> I didn't save, and then uh, you know, because we drank fairly well. I was a little gone so i think we i just forgot to save it and closed out of the program and then try to find it again and i couldn't get it back. that happens when you record a comic book podcast hey drink. yep you know uh that is at that point you'd gone 190 episodes and i've and, only lost one and then i found the other yeah you oh, found the other one and that was because the computer actually broke on yeah while we were recording the monitor yeah it just died and we actually have a lost episode now. We probably won't ever get it back. No, that well, that one is lost. Really that one's completely lost. gone. You know, this is well the second. Paul, I'm going to hand this over to you right now, so I don't start playing oh, no with it. Thank, Thank you. Because you're already feeling a little tipsy, and now we're going to go tipsy. crazy. I'm just oh, feeling a little under, under the weather. weather. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here Uh-oh. we go. I'm going to hold the puke up to your face. Oh. <laughs> but um. He's going to open up the next. Yeah. Few there's. All the new sites, all they do is these, you know, lame, like, look back in 2013. Like, yeah. What, what, what are they doing? They're not giving us any news. And then comic books are being lame and not actually coming out ever. Like, this cork is giving me problems. So, but, it's like right there. But I'm, uh, I'm really afraid it's going to hit me. It's going to break. There we go. All right. All right. Well, we'll get into uh, this beer as we get into the list. John, Sounds. I think you're the only one looking forward to reading a comic book. Uh, I, I actually you're have. carrying the pocket. <laughs> yeah. It's like it took three, four years of the show, but now you're carrying it. I'm pocket. carrying it. Uh, I'm actually going to be picking up um, from Vertigo. It's going to be the Dead Boy Detectives, number one, uh, that come from um, the Neil Gaiman, um, created them. 
And well, seen in the ghost uh, issue. Yeah. Uh, ghost number one for Vertigo, right? Was it, or just one of those? Yeah. It yeah. was like the time. Or was it in the time one? I think it was the time one. Oh, it was I one worked. of those anthology yeah. books. They had a thing mm-hmm. in that. Um, and that was kind of the first time I had seen them, and I thought it was a really kind of interesting idea. Should have been reading Sandman. Yeah. No. Um, I, Sandman, like, I, they, they got a little daunting, and I read so much, like, right away. I think I read, like, the first three trades, four trades, all in, like, one big sitting, and then I was kind of like, I'm alright for right now. And then I just never got back to them. Um, but, uh, it is being written by, uh, Toby Litt, and Mark Buckingham is doing the art. Hmm. And, uh, it's, it's gonna be an ongoing series, so they're gonna be, I guess, traveling kind of the world together, the dead boy detectives. And, and after my decision to make the jump to digital, I've cut back on the number of books that I'm buying, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and none of the books that I am going to continue to buy are coming out. Wow! Like, yeah. Next week, so it's because I'm going to still be, with how Marvel's going to be doing it. Wolverine, the X Men's ending, but I'm going to be buying Amazing X Men. So I'll have mm-hmm. Amazing X Men, X Men, Uncanny X Men, all new X Men. Daredevil is ending the run that I was reading. Yep. So I'm good with ending that one with 36, where it's going to end. Um, Young Avengers is ending. There's one more issue of that, so that's going to be cut. Hawkeye, I will continue to read, though. So that's mm-hmm. five Marvel books. Okay, um, well, I'll, I'll taste it and see how I like it. Well, oh, no, oh, I then, produce it. Okay. Um, from over at DC, I'm going to be reading Batman and Nightwing still. Those aren't coming out. Green Lantern, Green Lantern Corps, New Guardians, Red Lanterns. Those aren't coming out. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's my comic book buying. And I think all those books come out within, like, two weeks of each other, too, so... I'm going to have like a busy like two weeks and then nothing for the rest of the month. Yeah, it's, it's, <coughs> you know, I'm kind of feel like in the same boat. And un- unfortunately, I'm not, I'm, I've never been, uh, one that has delved into the indie. Like, John, I, I'm just so proud of you always trying something new, always getting something different. And I'm always like, yeah, but it's not a superhero thing or it's not a writer that I've really followed. So, you know what? Not going to pick it up. Premises always sound like interesting to me. Yeah, and then it's like <laughs> I'm so ah, I guess glad it's you. not really. Yeah. And I don't mind. Know. Like yeah. I like now. I I know you know I know where you're going, but like I like now doing it more digitally, where I can see this and I can just buy it, mm-hmm. and then delete it, delete it. But then not have already like oh I ordered the first one. I should try the next one. And usually yeah. by the time the first one comes out. I've ordered the first two, mm-hmm. and then if I like it, I usually haven't ordered like four or five because I wasn't sure if I was going to like it or not. So now with so, digital, it's a lot. Because digital, it's it's so much easier. I'm not pre-ordering it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got a new Kindle in the house, a Kindle Fire. So I'm going to be doing the switch to digital as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah because you know I figured I can just read on that. It's, and it's it looks nice on that. I do. I do have some uh, gift card to Best Buy and it's kind of, they're kind of burning a hole in my pocket so I might be picking up a because the Kindle there it's only a 7 inch screen and well you know <laughs> and right now T-Mobile offers the whole thing where uh, you get uh, if uh, iPad Air uh, free data for life wow yeah not bad but it's only up to 200 megabytes ooh yeah wow so it's like well if you're on Wi-Fi yeah and then like you only like take it out 
to be like, ooh, desperate times. But I don't think I'm going to be in a place where I'm going to be like, no, I need to figure out how to get out of here now yeah. or where the bus is Yeah, with my iPad Air. That's a phone thing. Like in Vegas, when I was in Vegas, I would have been like, okay, the bus, I'm at the bus stop, but they're saying the bus won't pick up at the stop today. I need to figure out where the little, you know, nearest bus stop is. That sucks that it won't pick up at a stop. And I'm like, oh man, I don't have the internet. And it's Vegas and nobody gives you the internet. Really. Really? Well, there's a couple places that give it to you for two hours free <coughs> at a time. But yeah, it's a pain in the butt. To find, yeah, you know, free Wi-Fi. That sucks. And, and when you any place here that you're not sure of, you know, luckily, if you're driving and have a car, you can find a McDonald's, yeah. you know, or Starbucks or, or something. Yeah, exactly. You just keep driving, and you're going to run into one of those two places, and you can get on the Wi-Fi. But uh, what you don't want to be doing when you're driving is drinking this. Uh, but in actually, no, better segue would have been. If you want to get this beer, you're going to have to make a drive up to the up to Vermont to Magic Hat. <coughs> this is their from their Humdinger series. It's a very a limited release. It's I think it's only released there at the brewery. I might be wrong about that, but that was like one of the um, the the cherry chocolate one that I got mm-hmm. last year for Christmas it was only released at the brewery. Yeah. And I think the Humdinger series is is part of the same. Uh, in the same vein. So you kind of want to go, you'll have to kind of go up to Vermont, to the brewery to try to find this. And this is their Burn Pile Smoked Porter. And uh, it looks like it's a big, um, almost Burning Man kind of celebration on the bottle. It's a really cool bottle, you know, really dark. Yeah, it's like a you know, opaque. Dark glass. Yeah, yeah. dark glass. It's kind of got a cool design on it. And I'm going to keep this bottle uh, just because it's such a cool looking piece of art. Uh, and I'm really excited to try it because I'm thinking it's going to be really big body smoke. You should try it, Paul. And will I be depressed? I, was, I mean, there's a smoke to it. There's a smoke. I really am having trouble tasting anything, which makes me kind of not want to do hmm. the third beer we had because I don't want to. You can switch. <laughs> no, it's okay. Yeah, have spend that money and then not yeah. be able to taste it because I get like tart. No, it's, and then I get smoke nope. right at the end. Yep. I think you're no, tasting no, your fine because that's all it is. Yep. Oh, really? Yep. Yeah, it's like a tart cherry, but without the cherry sweetness, but it's the tart from like a really tart cherry. Yeah, it doesn't then, have that porter feel. Like it's very light mm-hmm. in the mouth still. Yeah. But that the smoke does linger. Yeah. It's just not But it's got it's a different kind of smoke. It's not a uh, you know like that campfire smoke. It's Yeah. It's more round. I don't know. It's <clears> not I was yeah. thinking, like, I would feel like I just barbecued for three hours straight and just, like, been inhaling <laughs> nothing but. Yeah, no, I would agree. Like, it's, that's what I expected when it said smoked porter, and it's mm-hmm. really not. No. But there is a smoke to it. Mm-hmm. It's just not what you want or expect. Now, now, granted, this bottle might be, you know, a good three to four months old, but that's still not enough time for it to have turned especially no, you know no. with a corked bottle and everything no like, it shouldn't it should be conditioned still yeah. like it should be yeah, yeah. something better than mm-hmm. it is i i i doubt that it's thing where because it doesn't taste like the smoke is turned it's not teriyaki at all not, no at first I, like when i smelled it i thought it was going to be teriyaki and like mm-hmm. that first initial mm-hmm. sip on it too so, i thought i was going to get that teriyaki but it's just it's more of a sour than mm-hmm. like a porter it's like yeah, it's smoke. very sour because like I thought sour. I was tasting 
really wrong. Yeah, no, no. it's a and sour I mean, like tart. The, yeah. the um, sour stout that we had at that mm-hmm. one beer tasting I did, like that was really good. Like that mm-hmm. had that tart, but still had that stout quality taste to it. to it. Yeah, this is uh, you know I don't expect all my porters to be really dark and heavy. You yeah. know, I you know I, it can be lighter. It can be lighter, a lighter porter, because that's where stouts are. You know, stouts are supposed to be heavy. Now, if yeah. you were to tell me this was a stout, I would be like, no, this is watered down shit. But as a porter, I, I think, you know, I'm trying to gauge where porters should be because as just a passive kind of, you know, we don't know much listeners. <laughs> uh, we're 197 episodes of this in. You should know that by now. Uh, and, and I'm always trying to recalibrate what I do know. And so Porter, we fly by the seat of our pants. I'm trying to recalibrate what I think it, it what a what makes a porter a porter. And this, you know, it has the smokiness that I expect from a porter, but I wish it was more since it was the Humdinger series. You know, yeah, I was expecting big bold, you know, punch you in the mouth. But um, this is kind of a sour. <coughs> like we said, it's kind of a sour. Yeah, don't make the drive up to Vermont. No, save, well, save a trip. The chocolate cherry one I got last year was phenomenal. Yeah, it was really good. But that was a stout. This, this is what we do though. We drink the beer, we look back on it, we tell you what was good, and what was horrible, or really just what's yeah, good. We, we do a more on the positive, <laughs> especially you know when it comes to our yearly look back. Hey, so where do we want to start off? Did you want to do video games, Paul? Well, we're a comic book podcast. I thought oh, that's where comic we, books. That's All where right. we started during our uh, look forward in 2014. So the way we do this is we do our top three each. Mm-hmm. And then they're assigned a point rating based, like, okay, if it's three, mm-hmm. it's one point. If it's two, it's two points. If it's our number one, it gets three points. And then Paul will do some math wizardry over there and yep. find out what is our number one, mm-hmm. like, book of the year. Um, and Paul, since you will be doing that, I'll give you the first pick. Okay, for number three? I'll take a little bit more of this if there's any more. Number, yeah. number three, it's... It's definitely Batman. It's still, I know last year it kind of ran away with things. The Scott Snyder Batman has been really good. We're now into, we had, you know, we went through Death of a Family. Joker, you know, with the Joker return. That stuff was really good. Mm -hmm. Now we're into Year Zero, which has been strong and keeping my interest. They're making the Riddler cool again, which is really surprising. And then like that weird, like, Dr. Death, the bone guy. At at first, when I was kind of flipping through it was like his i thought first... that was like a clayface type mm-hmm. thing but no yeah it's it's well it's harkening back to his real first villain the doctor does yeah um and i so i go with batman being my number three number three for comic book yep for comic book um i'm gonna go thor god of thunder uh i really really like this book um i didn't think i would read a thor comic book and uh Jason Aaron and um, I have the artist's name. What is it? Is that uh, Ribic? Yes. Yep. Which, uh, when you, I'm sorry. Cut you off, John. When you say his name, it sounds like you're saying something backwards. Yes. Ed Sack Ribic. Ribic. Yeah, especially if you say it like that. Is <laughs> yeah, Ribic? Put the intonation on that. Paul did. <laughs> but uh, no, that book just uh, is a lot of fun. It looks amazing. Thor's got it. Thor's got it. God of Thunder. God. Uh. I just wrote it down. That's how I came up with it. Um, for uh, for me, a book that has my attention from Mister, I believe his name is 
Jason Aaron? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Amazing X-Men. You know what's funny about his name? Hmm. It's two first names. It is. <laughs> That's why we get along. But it sounds like it's <laughs> the same forwards, well. you know. Aaron Jason? Jason Aaron Jason. Aaron, Aaron Jasonson. <laughs> I don't know why I just said that. Um, I have been loving Wolverine and the X-Men, and when I heard it was ending, I was sad to see it go. But in the two issues we've gotten so far of Amazing X-Men... You finally read number two? Yeah, I read number two, and I bought all of my books. Um, it, it, it has it, and it's a brand new cast. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not a brand new cast, because it's characters he's been writing with some new ones thrown in. And... <coughs> Just like the respect that he pays to these characters. Like, Paul, did you read Amazing X-Men number two? Mm. Okay. Um, okay. But you can go ahead and spoil the hell. Spoiler warning, It's people. being narrated by Nightcrawler as he's kind of introducing you to the X-Men. Mm-hmm. And there's that moment where he's talking about Bobby Drake just kind of being that, that joker. Prankster. The prankster kind of guy. The guy you want to... You want on your team. You want on your team. And then there's just that moment. He's the guy you want with you when hell freezes over because they're literally in hell, hell. and he just unleashes and just freezes everything. But before that, he's like, guys, it's really hot in here. I'm <laughs> melting. I think my eyes come loose. But then later on, and he's, he's like, like, I thought hell would be hotter. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, he's, I, I love when a comic book writer can do that and they can like give you that short, like, okay, I'm going to break it down. Here's this character being told from another mm-hmm. character's perspective. And even like when he was talking about Northstar, like being like, nope, he's going to be the first one to go in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, Northstar's cool. And I haven't read a book with Northstar in it since the Chuck Austin X-Men back in like the early 2000s. Yeah. And it was very soap opera-y, but yeah. none of the like great stuff that you would normally get from like an X-Men comic book. And I was like, yeah, this is all the fun that I want. Like, mm-hmm. The evil pirate crew. Yes. It's made up of like Jack the Ripper. And um Oh I don't remember. It's like Billy a- the Kid. Like oh. Yeah. Like as I always is- picture Billy the Kid as a good guy though. I don't know why. He's been turned. Yeah. He's had something happen to him oh, where okay. he's more of like a there's I'm- something else going on. I'm looking forward to more of this book, and I've only gotten two issues so far, and I know it's gonna be one of those books that I keep going back. To and it, I'm always excited. For and it. especially at the end of it, when it's like Nightcrawler with his bamps, like, yeah. like gotta get to that ship, and you know he's about to teleport to it, and you're like, man, I gotta wait till issue three now? I gotta wait more for more Nightcrawler? Ugh. No, it is a great book, and um, I think if it were, there were more issues, I definitely would have put it on my... I put it in my top three for comic books. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't want to um, talk about it too much, because I didn't know if like, you were going to go for it. Yeah, no, I, but yeah, I, I definitely would be in my look forward to things that I, mm-hmm. I, I want to continue reading, and I know I will be. Yeah, it's, it's gonna make. I'm buying an X Men book, mm-hmm. and again, it's Jason Aaron. He's got me buying X Men. Yeah. He's got me buying Thor. Mm-hmm. It's what I like about it is Jason Aaron is able to cut to the heart of what makes the character likable and fun and yeah. want to follow. Where so many times, especially with the X Men, I feel like, well, let's do something new with Bobby. Let's make him older now. Let's make him more mature. Let's make him like, let's give him, you know, make sure he really is understanding like the whole thing with him and Emma Frost, like unlocking his power and really, you know, take, taking the steps to become that next level, you know, and, and become a professor. <coughs> and it's like, no, no. Why people like Iceman yeah. is because he's Iceman, you know, and it, they do that all the time with Johnny Storm too. Like, oh, yeah. suddenly, 
Oh, Bobby was the accountant for a while for the X-Men. I, I don't know why, but he was doing the accounting work. And Johnny Storm was doing, like, the PR for the Fantastic Four, and he was becoming more mature. No, that's not why we like these characters, yeah. you yeah. know? it's the, They can grow, but they mm-hmm. don't need to grow in that way. Yeah. Because they shouldn't grow up. They're the fun kid, the grown-up kid that's got the superpowers, that's having a great time in the middle yeah. of the battle. Mm-hmm. And you can cut to the heart of them with, you know, the once that, like, the issue after the big event or after yeah. the story, yeah. like, where it's them looking back and then you see, you know, the quiet maturity that they actually You get do. that character mm-hmm. moment later. Yeah. Because that's where it kind of works in those kind of... Yeah. Give me another beer. Like... The Bo- Lord God of Thunder. Like, Bobby is your professor should be the one, like, wait... What's your power? And then he does it. And be like, oh my gosh, that's cool. Who else has got a cool power? Mm-hmm. And like the whole class of the kids just like doing their powers and him being like, oh my gosh, that's so awesome. Do you guys want to see me freeze some stuff? Yeah. Can we have class outside? Wait, uh, wait. Who am I asking? Yeah. <laughs> Let's have class outside. outside. Yeah. <laughs> like that. That's Bobby Drake is the professor. <laughs> and then it's like them's like sneaking out, and then like getting caught and him being like, I uh, in front of the, where the door was. I'm, wait, I'm the teacher. We're going to have class outside. <laughs> yeah. yeah. John, uh, Round Robin. So okay, Chris, so you go with again? your number two. Um, yeah. My number two book is a book that I have thoroughly been enjoying. We've talked about a lot here on the show. Is actually one of our trading policies that we did, and it's Hawkeye. Uh, I never imagined myself buying a Hawkeye book, but Mac, Matt Fraction has done it with his like crew of rotating artists on mm-hmm. it, most notably David Aja. Aja. Mm-hmm. Is that what we... Yes, yeah, the Aja. actual... And then the, we, the, we had a tilt bet on that, I think. It was like, we like, all just picked a different pronunciation for argument's yeah, sake. Yeah, I like Aja, Aja, Aha. I think you did. Francesco uh, Franchovelli is the other artist on it, and mm-hmm. he does a great job, too. Like, mm-hmm. I, 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 it's almost hard for me to decide which one I think I like better on it's, it. It's a great book, and you get great character moments in it, because... <laughs> Pizza dog. Like, yeah. I never would have, I Terrible. never imagined myself buying an issue of Hawkeye, but if you had told me 10 years ago that I'll be buying an issue of Hawkeye where a dog is investigating a murder, mm-hmm. I'd be like, that's weird. Why, why is that Hawkeye? Weird. But it makes sense. It makes sense. And yeah, <laughs> and this is going to be my number two as well. So, uh, so give it those points just so we can just totally yeah. talk about it. Um, yeah, and especially with it, with uh, Kate being the other Hawkeye in it, and now it mm-hmm. flip flopping between the two, I still love it. Like, yeah. did you guys read the latest one with Kate? With Kate? Oh uh, yeah, where's her like? Yeah, do like the private investigator? Pri- yeah, the private yeah. detective stuff. Like, I loved that book. It was so much fun, and it's still tying into it's tying into the annual that they put out uh, a couple months with ago MetaMask. with MetaMask. Yep. Like it, and it's great. It's so much fun, and it's and it can have those action moments, like and it can have a lot of heart. Like when they like the when they house is flooding. Yeah, 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 and when they they killed uh, what's his name Grills. Grills on top. Like I was I was legitimately I put my I put the book down and I was like I cannot believe they did that. Like I was like I was upset. I was, I couldn't believe be. how stupid it was. And a Hawkeye comic book made me upset. I'm there right on there. my birthday. <laughs> I was right there with you uh, with number, and it's, it's also my number two. Okay, good. So, uh, and, and it's one of those books where it just proves that Marvel doesn't need to have a house style. Yeah. 
Because one of the reasons that we weren't into Marvel was during that period where, like, during the Dark Avengers, where every book seemed to come out and it was just all the art was really muddy and just dark and just all the colors were super saturated. And it just wasn't... There, there didn't seem to be books that I was like, no, this is a fun book. Yeah. And now there's a butt ton of them where, it, where they can look how they want. You can have uh, Mike Allred. Yeah. On awesome issues of FF. You can have David Aja and Frank, Francisco. Francovelli. Uh, yeah. Francovelli. Francovelli. Doing a really indie looking kind of like sparse comic book where it's just simple line. You can have, uh, even with Daredevil. Uh, oh, man, what's his name? The, the mighty, uh, Chris. Chris Omni? Chris Omni. Yeah. You know, just. Go out there and knock these issues out of the park, and I'm glad at least we're buying them. I don't know how they're yeah. selling, but they keep on coming out. It's weird because they're going all digital mm-hmm. with it now, so I don't know if that means it's wait with selling. Hawkeye again. No, I'm not Hawkeye, oh, but the, Daredevil. Daredevil. Like yeah. not to like. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I didn't Daredevil. pick it. Like, <laughs> but I, you know, it's just heartbreaking to know. Is it selling well enough that they're like, oh, let's put it out as a digital only book? to try to get people to pay more attention to the digital stuff, or is it one of those books that's kind of middling, mm-hmm. that they're like, oh, well, the people that are reading in print will probably go on to Comicsology or Marvel.com mm-hmm. buy it that way. So are you saying that you're not going to keep buying it digitally, Paul? No, I will, because uh, since I'll be all digital, I don't think I'll even yeah. notice. I, you know, you said it ends with 36, but... Yeah, 36 is where, like, the print one ends, and then it's going to be, like, probably relaunched with... But, the you know, it's like one. one of those things where you kind of know it's... Like the story's wrapped and going to be wrapping up, but the monster issue was really fun this year. Right that, that was, yeah, that was fun. You know, even just the constant like thing. Like the Silver with, Surfer one was fun too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Silver Surfer issue. was a lot of fun. Uh, to just the constant thing where Mark Wade and we're talking Hawkeye's my number yeah. two, but Daredevil, Daredevil is <laughs> an honorable, honorable mention. Because we love that book. Mark Wade, <clears throat> you know, he has superpowers and he he showcases them really well. You know, with the whole, you know, even the he makes. The art teams has always, you know, shown, showed it with that cool purpley red, uh, sim- circles. Mm-hmm. But, uh, he'll be walking around and he'll be, they'll pass a sign and the person he's with will read the sign and he's like, what? Oh, we're there? And there was like I, an, ep- uh, in the last issue where Foggy's holding up the shirt uh-huh. and he matches like, what, what was on the shirt? Yeah. Just like, hey, don't worry about it. <laughs> exactly. Like, no, no, he's blind. Like before they would just be like, no, he can totally sense yeah, the he, he rays. Can smell the ink. ink. Yeah, yeah, and like read it from the sense of smell. <laughs> his, you know, his Fuck his radar sense. Table, man. Just keep coughing. His radar sense is that good, and it's like, no, no, yeah, make him blind, but also make him have this awesome power. You know, this awesome sense of balance and everything else. You know, yeah. like even with uh, oh, oh, the one part. Where they had a guy dressed up like Foggy, uh, like hung. Oh, uh, like the dummy. Uh huh. The yeah. dummy, and like he, Matt isn't you know reacting to it at all, and the villain is just like, why doesn't yeah. he care? It's his best friend. <laughs> like you should really, because he just it's a dummy. You can't you can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> Not their devil. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Hawkeye's still Hawkeye. great. Hawkeye's still great. Daredevil's I, still great, too. I have a Hawkeye t-shirt now mm-hmm. because of this book. Well, you also have first pick of your number one book. Uh, 
My number one is gonna be Saga from um Brian K. Vaughn and uh Fiona Apple. No, Fiona Staples. 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 <laughs> as soon as Get I was keyboard, as soon as I was gonna I said I was like, that's right. Uh I love this book. It it looks great. The story the story is just phenomenal and I can't I can't get past it. like every it's as soon as it comes out, it's the first book I read. And as soon as it's done, I'm i I'm pissed that I have to wait a month to get the next issue because everything just keeps you keep and he keeps ending it on this big note and you're like, Oh my gosh, I I have to read the next one and then you read it and they keep going on with the story but then they end it with another like oh my gosh kind of moment and i just i just love it i love that world art's great and uh it's probably my 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 favorite book right now my number one and you know what you i knew you were going to be picking that one and not to cut why you off the ball, last but, man yeah <laughs> why don't you like why the last man i like it why has last the man. same stuff it's not, it's not the same. but it has the same feelings in it i don't like it <sighs> Same Mark team and everything, right? No, no, no. that was Pia Guerra. Oh, Pia Guerra. Okay. Yeah. It, it hits those same notes, John. But it's not sci-fi. It is. But well, it is yeah, sci-fi. it is sci-fi. It is. It's the story of the last man on Earth. Yeah, but it's not aliens. Oh. Well, it is an aliens, but it's aliens. <laughs> I, I'm not saying it's aliens. Listen, I, I even, after you guys gave me such a hard time the one time, I, I, tried again. I picked up the trade again and I started reading it and I was just like, uh, I'm gonna do something else. Is it not enough boobies in it? There there's a lot of boobies in it. Because there's a lot of boobies no. in both. I, I don't, I like the boobies. Is it because- I skim through for the boobies. <laughs> is it because there's not enough horns on these boobies? Lack of horns on the characters. <laughs> no, nobody has wings. <laughs> well, the, I, Paul, why don't you like Saga? I don't like, because it's just too over the top for me. Just the whole premise is just I don't get it. It's sci-fi though. I know it's the over-the-top sci-fi where I I couldn't get a I couldn't get an immediate feel for the world that I was in with the magic and science going on at the same time. Well, two and different it's two different worlds. Yeah, but it's two empires. You, you and could, okay, warring. but you can buy a world that has technology, right, Paul? Right. Now you'd be able to buy a world that has magic, correct? If the magic's the force. Okay. <laughs> but you can buy fantasy, right? Yeah, yeah. Now you have these two worlds, and they're at war against each other. Oh man, that's apple and that is that is peanut butter and my chocolate. Right and then there. two of the sold one one soldier from each side mm-hmm. have fallen in love and have had a baby. But then the space king has a, a television head, and he's, he's an android, into, like his he, horn or something, and I don't. I don't know. He's kind of into porn. <laughs> He's kind of a freak. And I, think, just, just like, I think you guys both need to try. I, I should give it another go. More of that. Mm-hmm. Like I know, John, you just said you did try again. I did, but you need to. All right, that's my New Year's resolution for 2007. Like that first trade. I've read the first trade. I know you need I, to get past it. Like, you need to like. Okay, it's Yorick. He's the last man alive. He's setting off on this journey. And you get to the point where he's meeting Agent Man and 355. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Like, you need to continue on where he's running into people. And he's keeping the worst se- He's the worst at keeping his secret ever. Worse than Daredevil? Yeah. <laughs> Daredevil's not the only blind person or superhero <laughs> alive. And he's, <coughs> and he's not like showing himself to be Daredevil to everyone out there. Mm-hmm. 
it's uh, White Last Man. I think is just going to stand as one of those like the best comic books of all. Pull out. Or do you say it would be uh, one of the essential twenty five graphic novels I of would. DC Entertainment? I would say that because that's essential. It's right there. Pull out. <laughs> pull out. Volume two and three, and set them out. I'll leave them out for you. All right, I'll. I'm in a a reading kick, so I I cut you off. No, no, no. That's all I was doing was giving him shit about why the last man also. So I'm glad you. I because I expected that. Mm -hmm. I expected this very moment. And did you expect that your same that your number one pick would be the same or different than John's? I know mine's gonna be just to me, so. Okay. Yeah, it just Yours, I'm, I'm assuming is going to be X Factor. Oh, because it, it ended. Ended. It did end. It had an epic run. And it began again too. So, uh, so that's two no. reasons. No, because because it started again. That's why I was thinking about it, and then I'm like, you know what? No, it started again, and I'm not picking it up anymore. Oof. I can't well, pick it. It's. You want me to go? Next? Go yeah, Go ahead. Um, my number one book is going to be Young Avengers. I'm oh. sad to see this one go, but I have always loved the Young Avengers family of characters. We get some returning faces this year. We get some new ones. Brand new writer with, um, oh my god, I almost said Keith Giffen, no, Kieran Galeon. Mm-hmm. And this is the book that put Jamie McKelvey on the map for me. Like after reading like the first three, like two issues actually, I was like, they did phonogram. I need mm-hmm. to read phonogram now because I have just been enjoying how fun Young Avengers is and just how inventive it can be using the comic book medium between the panels and the storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of those books that just hits all those notes for me. And as sad as I am to see it go, it with, has one more issue coming out next month. And then they're closing the book, like the cover on volume two. Mm-hmm. I'm glad they're going out while it's still a book that you're I enjoying. Enjoy. It's not my X factor. Mm-hmm. Like, Cause as soon as they announce, or the even Avengers, runaways because runaways got, no, it, it got bounced it's around. It's bad to a lot. say that young. Uh, Even the Joss Whedon has got like I started to not enjoy it as much that when Joss Whedon picked it up and they were, mm-hmm. they were time traveling, but it I was, still enjoy it. Like it was, well, in, it also had a horrible release schedule at that point yeah. because it hardly came out and it was really hard to keep. It, track it was of hard to keep up was, on too. Yeah, find it out. And Young Avengers, I, I'm kind of glad Marvel's moved towards this more volume. Like yeah. nope, volume one, volume two. You know, and we'll pick it up when we know we can have the team that we want on it. On yeah. it. Young Avengers is one of those books, and this is what really did it against Hawkeye between like mm-hmm. number one and number two, is I want the Young Avengers trade so I can just sit down and read them again. Like Hawkeye, mm-hmm. I feel has stuck with me. I'm gonna continue to love those. I I'm buying it digital now. It'll be easier to go back and reread mm-hmm. those. I want Young Avengers on my shelf. Like, I want that to be one of those books that I can pass off to someone and be like, oh, hey, here you go. It's a book about young superheroes living their lives, but it's fun. It's crazy. Like, it's great. That's my numero uno. My number one is one that was already picked. It's uh, Thor, God of Thunder. It, it And what cinched it over Hawkeye for me, and this is why I didn't talk about it much when you you brought it up, because it was on my list. Right. Uh is that 13th issue right after the uh, God Bomb, you know, where it's just Thor coming and visiting Earth every, you know, so many millennium and just, like, helping people out. Mm -hmm. And just, like, those quiet, like, get-to-the-heart-of-the-character moments that I was kind of talking about with, no, that's when you do it. And that's when Jason Aaron does it really well. It's like, 
in these kind of like, oh, no, we got one issue here or two issues here. I'm just going to take a breath in between these two epic things. And then he started off with a wild hunt, you know, which has been great. It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. And the thing that, like, before that with the, the first 12 that he did amazingly was having a different voice for all three Thors. Mm-hmm. And and that was what really captured me is being able to tell the story from a young version mm-hmm the version we know now, and then the old version, mm-hmm. and have them all people that you like. Yeah. And, like, I kind of like the young version and the old version more than I liked the Avenging new- Thor. Avenging Thor. And I was like, I kind of want a lot. Thor. I want a lot more from those two guys. Yeah. And, yeah, every everything is just nailed out of the park of that book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, old Thor... <laughs> Just like not being able to die and being dragged back. And like, I love the one like, bring me my arm. I am the only one here. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like in that cantankerous kind of spirit where he's just lost yeah. all hope. And he's just like kind of belittling the other two. Yeah. It was really fun to deal with. And then, you know, you kind of get the same kind of wild voices with these, you know, the trolls and elves that he brings in uh, during the wild hunt. And it's, and he can do that really well, where he can find a voice for every individual character, give those characters space. Yeah. And it's one of the reasons I, you know, honorable mention of Wolverine and the X-Men. And, yeah. and, 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 but, well, well, Jason Aaron. But so. Jason Aaron, not only can he do a bang up job with Thor, but mm-hmm. then with Amazing X-Men, Wolverine and the X-Men, like, it, it, he's just such, doing such a great job of capturing what it is that people like about these characters and delivering on it. Indeed. All right. Well, Paul, do you want to... We got the math here. Do you got the math done already? Hawkeye, six points. That is our number... That is our pick for the best book of 2013. I think we're all okay with that. Yeah, that, yeah. that's more than okay yeah. with me. Because it was it, right out It was there. close between one and two with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Thor Got a Thunder would get our number two spot. You know, me being number one and then... John with being the third pick. I, I really enjoyed that mm-hmm. book too, like the issues I read of it. Uh, the only the only tie would be for our number three between Saga and Young Avengers. Wow! So right there, you're, well, you two great books though. Mm-hmm. Two great I, books. I love Saga. So let's do our top five, and then we got uh, Saga, you know, tied for number three, and then our number five book. I'm I will have to say is Wolverine and the X Men over Batman. <laughs> You know, because we, we were a Batman podcast yeah. for for a while, so mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, just so number five would be, uh, yeah, Wolverine and the X Men versus, and then Batman would only have the honorable mention. All right, Daredevil would have more of an honorable <laughs> mention, <laughs> no, <though>. yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of funny because yeah. Daredevil and Batman are kind of the yeah they they the, work they they work together, you know. They're the team up that will never happen, so, which should so always happen. So where are we going happen. next? I know. Uh, popping up another beer, or are we going right into uh, movies or video games? Well, why don't we go grab another beer? Let's grab All another right. one. Well, we said we were going to grab another beer, and we have. And this is one that uh, I was really looking forward to last year when we had it, and this is the Duvel Triple Hop. This is a special edition ale, bottled condition, um, 9.5% alcohol and uh this is the 2012 bottle we saved it for a year 
Mm-hmm. We drank it probably around this time. I think we saved it for like our our one of our look back or look forward shows because it was like almost like we acted like it was like a champagne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I thought so. Yeah, that's right. I thought it might have been like one of our anniversary episodes or something, like from last year. It's like sometime in March or April that we did this, but no, no it was because no. it was Christmas. It came out okay. in December, yeah, sub- oh, okay. like November, September. Oh wow, we're we're good. We're, yeah, we've been, we need to take an inventory. This <laughs> is the second yeah. time we mentioned it on this episode alone of what the hell we have down there. Because every, I think I'm surprised every time we grab a bottle. I'm like, wait, we have that. I was. Yeah. I was my house. I don't I, understand. You go down there like every day. I do. I I was literally thinking about this like the other day. Is like I forgot I think about. We this. have a bottle aging of this. Mm-hmm. So when we went down there to grab the next one, I was like, "Oh, it is here. Mm-hmm. We should drink it. It's been a year." Yeah. I wasn't using Untapped because I fell off. Mm-hmm. Like I was using it, and then I just stopped for some reason. So I wasn't using it when I we had this the first time, but. Was it because your palm pre was dying on the touchscreen? Like you? No, I. At that time, last year I had my HTC phone. I can't remember which one I had. Um, my pre I had a while ago. HTC one. I don't think it was the one. Maybe it was. I don't remember anymore. I still have it, just in case this one dies on me. I I like this. I think I like it more now than I did last year when we had it. I can't recall. It's hard to say. It's still got a lot of alcohol, like throughout. It does it's have not. Some, a, it does, I, isn't that dragon breath though, where no. it's like leaves you really warm. It's just like throughout you just kind of taste the alcohol, which is that, surprising to me. That's that's what I like. All I'm picking up on it is kind of that alcohol. Yeah, I, and then it has a nice sweet. Yeah, there's a sweetness and there's that, um, you know, that Belgian-y, Belgianness. Yeah, you get that like Belgian yeast the feeling. Belgian-y. The, the tight bubble kind of thing yeah. going on. Tight bubble yeasty. Yeah, hey, I get like just like that yeasty mouthfeel, mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't mind it. I just drink more to mm-hmm. rinse out my mouth. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I I really can't taste much of it. And I have gutter palate right now because I just had an Oreo. Mm, Mega stuff, palate. bitches. Well, tell me what stuff. Oreos you... lie, by the way. Double stuff isn't actually double stuff. I, I saw that. It's only eighty percent more. <laughs> it's not an actual an additional one hundred percent more. So it's not technically double. Those lying sons of guns. But mega stuff, if you can find them, buy them. They're a lot of fun. You only get like 24 cookies in a pack, but it's kind of worth it because it's all the cream. All, all the cream. None of the bitter chocolate None cookie. of the cookie that you also <laughs> kind of want. Well, yeah. the cookies, I actually really do enjoy the chocolate yeah, like the part cookie. of the cookie. And it really does cut through that cholesterol of <laughs> filling, which I also kind of love. <laughs> You know, it's just Cisco, you're like Crisco, like mixed with powdered sugar. It's, it's, it's okay. It's tasty. It's tasty. Oreos, like, I always have to have them with milk. I don't I always have to dunk them. No. But I need that glass of milk at the end. Usually I have like two Oreos. I'm like, yeah. I'm good. I don't yeah. need any more than mm-hmm. that. That's, that's exactly how yeah. many I had. Like two. And I had them, I handed them off during Christmas, you know, when I got them. So I've only eaten like maybe seven of these from the pack that I got on Christmas. They're good, though. It's good. It's based on... I enjoy them. Much like I enjoyed the movies that came out in 2013. <laughs> yes, we saw some movies. We saw some yeah, movies. all of the... Actually, I saw very few movies this year. I, I saw some. Like, I, I was talking to someone about this just recently because, John, you and I used to go to the movies at least once or twice a week. Yeah, we used to go a lot. Like, we went a lot. I don't then, feel the need to anymore. And it, we used to... Well, I don't... There's not... Like, there's movies... 
because I I'm I'm I am a pretty big movie buff. Like I I go a lot more not w- without you. Well, well, you going to the movies naked doesn't make you a movie buff. Oh. That makes you going a movie viewer in the buff. Well, I probably saw more movies in the theaters than both of you two yes. put together. No, well, you oh, always yeah. go like every I, movie theater. I go. Yeah, I usually go at least at least every probably two times a month, if not more. Yeah, that's a lot more because I might go. Two times, maybe a, a little year. more a year. Yeah. So yeah, but I'm I'm a big movie guy. Like my segment on the show used to be the yeah. movie segment. Um, but I don't know. I forgot what I was gonna. That's okay. my point. So you, you were a movie buff, you know, and you used to go a lot more. Yeah, we used to go a lot more. And like, yeah, movie tickets are more expensive, but there's not as much coming yeah. out now that. Yeah. What was I feel the like Marvel movie this year? Thor. Is that it? Iron Man three. Iron Man three. Iron Man three. Yeah. yeah. We'll have Captain America <laughs> next Iron year. Iron Man three was fun. It was. It's fun number three. Anyway. Oh well. But you you kick no, it no, off. No, go ahead. Okay. No, no I kicked you off the. Said it was. Yeah. Well. Paul's number three was Iron Man three because he kind of muttered it. <laughs> so he, he already said it. Just go with it, Paul. Yeah. It, it, yeah. I'll start off again. Yeah. Iron Man three. It, I thought it was. I, I enjoyed it more than Iron Man two because I yeah, felt definitely. like this was more of it's just. An Iron Man story, which a lot of people when because I went after you know the opening weekend and a lot of people were like I just don't understand why he didn't ask for a Avenger friend of his for help and I'm like, but it's not an Avengers movie, it's an Iron Man yeah. movie, yeah. like just comic book it up, you know, you just yeah. kind of like yeah, and, I mean, it's come the together. same thing as like you have an Iron Man series and then you have Iron Man in the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Thor has his own adventure, uh, adventures, and you know everybody yeah, has their yeah. own adventures, and you just kind of live with that kind of conceit. It's just like you know, it, yeah. it's this is staple the of the movie. genre, you know, of uh, the superhero genre. It's just like no, there's team ups, and then there's your regular uh, dealings. And Iron Man three, just it wasn't about setting up an Avengers movie. It wasn't about setting you know Iron Man two. I just felt was dragged down so much by it. And man, Ben Kingsley. Yeah, Ben Kingsley was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun in that movie for that twist. Like, I didn't know it was coming. Some people were like, "Well, it was Ra's all rule over again," and I'm like, "No, it's no. its own thing. Yeah. It's it's actually a lot more comedic." And you know, him becoming the mechanic again, and just like being inspired by the kid, and just and you can kind of see where Jarvis. Where, where Ultron might come from with the whole, like, Jarvis thing. And also seeing all the suits at the end and him just jumping from I want, one to the other. I want yeah, more of those scene. suits, honestly. Like, yeah. I want to actually see more of the suits so I can be like, oh man, look at that one. But it was so quick while just, yeah, yeah, that's they, were what, so, they were so Anything quick. more though, and I think it would have slowed it right down. I don't think <laughs> yeah, cause it, that, I mean, that was the fun pacing of that they, was yeah. him. If jumping from to, one to another. Yeah, exactly. Another. If they get Chris to say, I kind of wanted more of it, they gave you exactly enough. <laughs> because as soon as you get enough, you've had too much. Yeah. You, you want to okay. be left. I, wanting, I will give you right? that. That's like, my young Avengers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to be left more. You know, like, yeah, there's those things like you wanted the um, red and silver suit with the triangle. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you wanted to see a Hulk busting suit. Mm-hmm. And he did. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you got, got you got to see those things that you would... You would want to mm-hmm. have seen when he gets to start all over again, and they set it up so maybe he doesn't need to, he doesn't need to be the Iron Man anymore, so they could put another character. But so, seriously, Robert Downey Jr. seems like he only has fun 
while he's being yeah. Tony Stark. Yeah. He's he's perfect <laughs> for that. Mm-hmm. And I they should just deliver as much money as he wants to keep him in that position. Those movies will make that money. Yeah. Uh, he, what Iron Man 3 made almost a billion dollars. Like it it was just behind Avengers. So, yeah, I mean he he's got it. Like Yeah. You know, he's telling you to say, he's got your arm behind your back yeah. saying, Uncle, and Uncle beats millions of dollars or whatever I want. Buy me an island. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, I can actually have suits. Metal suits. I want to actually be Iron Man. Give me more money. More money. I actually want to be Tony Stark with all the, with billions. So DARPA, you've been working on this whole robot thing for a while. How about we do something else? I'm not really a genius, but I have a guy that writes me smart things to say and try to build. Mm-hmm. So let's do this. And it was just that fun kind of popcorn action movie that I got to see. Do you remember? Iron Man was great, and Iron Man was probably my number four. Oh, uh, Iron Man was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. It doesn't make my top three, though. Well, when you've seen as little movies as I have in 2013. <laughs> they, they mean more. They do mean more. All right. So... Who, who wanted John? Go ahead. Uh, Chris one. Mine is actually gonna be um, Asylum. Okay. That starred uh, Matt Damon, Jodie Foster. Um, probably, and this is by the director that did District Nine, mm-hmm. and also had the guy that starred in District Nine as the bad guy in this. And it is one of the best. Oz Lerman. Is this? No. 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 <laughs> Say this, this is all right. Um, that's, that's the guy that does the strictly ballroom and. Oh. <laughs> um, but it's probably one of the best sci-fi movies in a long time, since and District Nine. Since probably since District Nine, like it really is a great like showing the utopia, showing how Earth is crap, the weapons they use, the things they do, everything about it just said like just made me go wow. It was a good movie, and it is it does having the a sci-fi movie justice. Like it really, really was good. Did you enjoy that it was Matt Damon and not Eminem? Um, I, I you know I think I think anyone could have anyone really could have played that Matt Damon character. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Matt Damon brings a little more gravitas to it. Yeah, but um. I think anyone anyone who's a halfway decent actor could have done a good job because Matt Damon barely, you know, he's kind of more that strong, silent type that is more doing actiony kind of stuff in it. Man, I could watch it now on Google Play for three dollars and ninety nine cents. It's I, you know what? I, I'll give you four bucks so you can watch it because the director it's, it's, is Neil Bullcomp. Bull, yeah, Bullcomp. yeah, Bullcomp, something like that. From, it's that South Africa. South Africa. Yeah. French kind of thing going on, um, but it, it really is a good movie. And what's his name? Who plays the bad guy? I, can't, I, I I can't think of his name. He was great as Murdoch in uh, the Eighteen movie, and then he plays completely against type and plays just a horrible, evil person in this, and uh, does a really good job playing the bad guy. And uh, every they just captured everything perfectly for a sci-fi movie. Fortunately, I don't have anything to add. I didn't see this one. Yeah, me either. But, uh, you know, it, it was something that I was, 
I'm like, oh, District 9. I haven't seen that yet. Really? And then they're like, you've never seen District, District 9? 9 was good. I know. I know it's good. I've heard a lot of good things about it. I, I know. I could, like, it's just Paul, that, like, that is, if there was a movie made for Paul, yeah. that's the movie. Yeah, it was good. I can't believe you've never seen that. I, I, it's just one of those movies. It, there's, I kind of want to hit you. <laughs> I, I, the thing with movies is <laughs> when you go to sit down to watch a movie, you're signing up for three, you know, two to three hours of your life. And it's kind of like, well, does my wife want to watch this? No. So that means I have to eke out two to three hours of my life where my wife isn't around. And there's other things to do mm-hmm. when they're when, video games, porn, <laughs> uh, you know, building Lego sets, but watching football, but watching two hockey. to three of those hours you spent with me <laughs> at my number three. Yeah. Frozen. Frozen makes it your number three. Yeah. That would make my number four. Because I, I think I've seen four movies. <laughs> I, I really liked Frozen. It's not up to uh, Tangled. No. Stands with me, but I still really liked it. It's probably mm-hmm. one of the more recent Disney movies that I've really enjoyed. I liked it more than Wreck-It Ralph. I liked it more than Princess oh, yeah. and the Frog. It's mm-hmm. I liked it's it more, yeah. Right me. on that cusp of being mm-hmm. a great one, like Tangled. I would say definitely, mm-hmm. and I really enjoyed Wreck-It Ralph. But this one, it just hit a little bit more for me. I don't think Wreck-It Ralph was bad, but it wasn't. It w- it didn't. It still you wanted liked. more references. Yeah, that was, your, wanted, that was your big thing. Is like, Tangled still on uh, Netflix? I don't think I don't it know. ever hit Netflix. No, it was on Netflix. It was oh, on was Netflix. Yeah. That's where you first watched it, because then you bought it for Kate, right? Oh, no, I thought you brought it over. No, we oh, watched okay, it on Netflix. We watched it on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. Got it for Kate. yeah, then I got it for Kate for Easter. Like, that was two years ago now, yeah. or at least, or maybe even three. No, it was, no. It was, two, it was the first Easter we were in this house, because I lost the first time I bought it. I have no idea. <laughs> I bought oh, it twice. Right. Yeah, you got it for a gun. And I, I hit it. And it's the first Easter I was in this You house. still haven't found it? I don't know what we did with the second You've, copy of it. You hit it really well. I know. You're going to find it like when you guys like move or We're never moving. We're dying when here. one of you die and Ooh, you're like cleaning out. Like Paul's going to have that moment like, she's no. dead. I get to get rid of everything. They're going to. Oh. <laughs> No, if that moment happens, I'm just kind of leaving everything and just, just becoming a... Like, yep. permitting it. Yep. John, can I come, live with, can come live with you now? Um, it, it's going to be... It would, oh, let's not talk about this. It would just be bad. <laughs> well, I, I really enjoyed Frozen. It hit mm-hmm. more than I thought it was going to. I was excited to see it just because, hey, yeah. it's a new Disney movie. Mm-hmm. And the things that I was kind of apprehensive about, like Olaf, Olaf the, the Snowman, snowman. actually came off... Very charming and very well done. Like, mm-hmm. he's kind of the heart and comedic character mm-hmm. of that movie. Yeah, and Because there's so much heart between Anna and Elsa. Mm-hmm. And um, Sven and Kristoff are great. But, mm-hmm. like, Olaf kind of came off as that character that was like, no, like, okay. He mm-hmm. he works. He he works. And, and he has the one musical thing where you're like, oh, yeah. This is this is written by the same guy that they read Avenue Q. Like the whole uh, he wants, snowman. He wants he's a snowman who wants to see summer. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Book of Mormon. I think he also wrote the songs for uh-huh. I think, yeah. Avenue Q, Book of Mormon and Frozen. Yeah. Like that the uh the song 
the music it's, director all the same. And you know, what I really liked about it is it does play up to those Disney tropes. Suckified. Suckified. <laughs> it plays up to those Disney tropes because you have the princess meeting what was he, a prince or a duke mm-hmm. or something? Yeah. And they fall in love that first night. But then things get just turned on their head and it's mm-hmm. like Disney hasn't done this. Okay. Cool. And they're really pushing for that one song. Um, yeah, I and it's that not that sings. I it's not I can go to distance, but it reminds it, it me is. of it. it, it remi- she's like, like eh, I can let loose now. I, I'm over everything, like I'm mm-hmm. gonna be me. Let it go. Uh, like they put like the full song up on YouTube, like from mm-hmm. the Disney animation like YouTube channel. I, I think they're really rallying behind that song. And listening to that song again, just out of the context mm-hmm. of the movie, just like, okay, I'm sitting down to hear the song, watch this clip. That woman can just belt it out. Like mm-hmm. she just lets loose on it and it works for that song. I really like uh Anna because it's uh you know Kristen Kristen Bell, yeah. Bell, yeah. From but, which is why I'm surprised this wasn't your number three. I know. It, I didn't see it. It was good if it was but you know what? It it took me like I enjoyed Tangled, but then like watching it again and then you know, with Kate watching it for you know, thir- like three like thirty more times more. <laughs> three to thirty. <laughs> You know, it really grew, grew on me, all the music and all the songs and everything. Like, it's it's really good, and it holds up that 30th time where I'm, like, not wanting to gouge, gouge my eyes out. I still haven't seen all of it. You fell asleep when we watched it. Yeah, and then I and then it never went. I, try, I think that's when I went to try to watch it again, and it wasn't on Netflix. My little sister was borrowing the one DVD we found so far. <laughs> You're going to find it, like, three Easter's from now. You're going to be like, hey, surprise, do you have this? Oh, yeah, that's right. I think I, we already found it, and then like oh, okay. she gave it to somebody else. I have no idea. I don't know. Um, but anyways, John, what's what's your uh, yeah, John? What's what's your number two? Going to be Chris? Well, Chris. Well, yeah, we kind of messed up. And then I'll go. I'm sorry because I gave it to Paul because he said oh. what his. Uh, my number two is actually going to be Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's everything I've wanted in a Superman movie since I was a little kid, and that's. Superman doing Superman stuff and the fights. Like, the things I want to see is Superman punching a dude and the dude going through a building mm-hmm. and not be a cartoon. And I think, I, I really do think, like, the movie delivered on what I'd want in a Superman origin mm-hmm. story movie. And it had the action, it had everything I'd want. And the fight stuff at the end was just mm-hmm. great. That's what I want to see in a Superman movie. You know, and you can't have that yeah. with them always doing Lex Luthor and all that. But that stuff was fun, and it. I thought the, I thought the movie was good. I liked it. I I really liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. I I really did too. Also, I think we're all holding off on what our takes on it is because no, it I it's not it's not I, on my list. Okay. I, re- I really liked it. That's um, that's all I that's all I got because I really was thinking like and I was looking through like the movies that I did see this year and I was mm-hmm. and I was looking for the ones that kind of stood out and then this is this is one of them that I just said you know yeah I did I really liked it. It had everything I want from a Superman movie, but I'm not a big Superman fan. I don't feel the need to see a like another Superman movie until. Superman Batman comes out. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's kind of what put it off of my list. 
there's nothing against it. I really enjoyed it. It's like you said, it's got that action. It's got the Clark Kent. It's got the mm-hmm. Superman stuff that you want. It was so well done. There's just two other movies that I was like, no, this is, this is me. Like this okay. is. Yeah. yeah. And I think, I, I think except aside from my number one, everything else, if somebody said, Oh, you want to see this? I'm like, yeah, I'll watch it again. Where I just got it on Blu-ray for Christmas. Number where number my number one is the one that I was just like, man, why haven't I bought this yet? And I'm like planning on going out and buying it because I'm like, I do want this on DVD. I do want to be able to. Yeah, we. I'm really hoping that I like Star Trek. Any day, go just go like, yeah, I can watch it any day I want. I really hope I enjoy Star Trek: The uh, Into the Darkness because I got that on DVD. uh, I saw that one. Well, I got it on Blu-ray, hey, so we can game day. Game, game day. Watch it during game day. I really enjoyed the first Star Trek. That was a lot of fun. Huh. But, uh, first Star Trek, really good. It was fun. Mm-hmm. Star Trek Two, yeah. I'd probably leave off my list. You did. You did. I did. More maybe. than likely, unless it's uh, your number one. If, if my list went down to like maybe number ten, Ooh. it still would be off my list. Well, number two, Paul or me. Well, I'll just keep on talking about Man of Steel because okay. that's my number two. Okay. Uh, I was I didn't want to step on your toes. If that no, was, go. Like top I didn't know where we were going next. Um, and the reason why is because it's not Superman colon Man of Steel. Mm-hmm. Like the more I thought about it, no, it's Superman makes the decision at that point. This will never happen again because I am the most powerful being on this planet now. <clears throat> And this, I, you know, no, no, this is my job. This is my duty. When I'm, I'm going to stop mm-hmm. anything before it gets to this point. Yeah. Because. And I'm going to be better than it. Yeah. And that's, that's my role. That's why I am going to be more than just a man. I will be Superman. Like, yes. And honestly, the one thing that I hated about Smallville was the death of, you know, Jonathan Kent, which is like. No, you Peter Parkered him. Like Superman shouldn't need to have somebody die in order to realize that with great power comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. He was raised that way. It wasn't. <clears throat> it was. It was instilled in him learned. from birth when they figured out that he could lift the couch with one hand <laughs> as an infant. He didn't just get those powers. He always had them. Yeah. So he was taught. Mm-hmm. When you have him, like, yeah, raising the car up out of the ditch you know in the movie it just the bus exist. out of the lake yeah, yeah. and the re- and having jonathan kent sacrifice himself in order to keep the secret and instilling that kind of like almost fear of humanity like i don't know if ever anybody's really ready for yeah. me do you know being in the public eye and like, that I will go out and save people when I can. I'll be this myth. I'll be this kind of character in the shadow. But now I have to be more than that. Like, that's what set this story apart for me than even most of the comic books I've ever read that featured Superman. It's like, no, no, this is him. That's his character arc for the whole thing. Like, I I can't. I can't be that symbol and then I have to be the symbol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. And that—that that is that's the the heart of that movie. Mm-hmm. And that that moment where Jonathan 
turns because he knows his son's about to do yeah. it and just gives him that kind of that head shake like do nope. It. And then the hand just motioning. Nope. Yep. Stay, where you, stay with the mother. And then that that guilt that Clark has to have that mm-hmm. he had to save him, but his father chose to keep his secret and mm-hmm. die to save the dog. <laughs> you know, but yeah, but but I mean, uh, nobody as much think, as as he much didn't as make the choice to die to save the dog. It wasn't like, hey, I'm going to shoot one of you two. You're the dog. But, he, you. but 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 here's the thing: if if he had, Stan Diego makes all the choices of which characters die in the DC uh, universe. If 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 Clark had gone out there, mm-hmm. it could have just been that he could have gotten hit by something, tossed, anything that could have happened, and it could have just been that, what, miracle, or, no, no, it only threw me so far, you didn't really see what you saw, kind of a thing, you could have played it any way. But people were already asking questions, you know, in Smallville about them, so I think that was the thing, one thing that... Yeah, but they weren't even, like, they were... No, he's a miracle. Yeah. He's he's an angel. You know, they saw they saw, my Jimmy saw what he did on the yeah. bus. Yeah. You know, like no, you must but, have been like it was getting hairy for him already. Like and now he's in college and no, like yeah, it was good. It was a good movie. You know, I I, I think really it's it's the it's probably and I know everyone talks about like, the Christopher Reeve ones and they are great, but no, they're boring. They that, really are. That whole scene with Margot Kidder and him flying, being like, can you read my mind? <laughs> that is just bullshit. It's just but at the so time, that was the only yeah, super... Yeah, when you grew, yeah. when we grew up, that was the only superhero movie we had until 1989 when Batman came out. No, there was a RoboCop. When did RoboCop come out? <laughs> I watched that in Fast Forward. Paula, yes, you would not be allowed to I watch. watched it in a fast forward. Like <laughs> my dad rented it for us. I don't remember actually. That'd be when okay. I saw Robocop. And it was like fast forward. Oh, okay. Oh, Robocop are you in Robocop. Stop so, you know. Yeah. Fast forward. <laughs> like oh, man. My mom was like visiting her parents or something and my dad's like we ate pizza and we watched Robocop. Like, Some of Robocop. His butt, his finger on fast forward the whole time. <laughs> I, I love that. Like my dad took, like me and like two of my friends, Steve, friend of the show, Steve being one of them, when we were like thirteen to go see From Dust Till Dawn. Nice. And then it's like when great we, age to see that movie, right? And we get out, we get out of it, and he just goes, "Don't tell your parents what I brought you to." And the worst part is like my dad's like a minister. <laughs> my dad's a minister, so it's like. Don't do them. But that was a good movie. It was. Like, that's still one of those movies I can just watch whenever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, I think we had an episode about that. Completely that was different, yeah. It was one of your picks, and I watched it because of... Uh, it was yeah, when you were doing that Halloween. Mm-hmm. The month yeah. of Halloween movies. Two months of Halloween movies. To get yeah. Paul in the Halloween movies. Yeah. Still not really in still, still not there. No. Mm-hmm. Seed of Chucky is not going to be on uh, Netflix oh, after the first. Oh, jeez. Oh, gosh. What are we going to do? <laughs> Chris, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is actually going to be... Seed of Chucky. Oh, right. <laughs> Did just another Chucky movie come out? Yeah. Or it's coming out? I, don't even... I think it's Seed of Chucky. It was in the... No, when that was... Came out. There's another one, like The Curse of Chucky. It's... Okay. It doesn't matter. I don't want to think about it like anymore the, than the I have. The female doll is like pushing, pushing him like in a wheelchair Stop. or something. Stop. We're not talking about Chucky anymore. I'm I thought that was your number two. No. That's what Paul said. Mine's actually the I Hobbit believe... Desolation of Smog. 
uh, yeah, I just saw it again my today. <clears throat> I saw it again yesterday with my mom. I really enjoy all of the Lord of the Rings, like The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. Like that, they're something that I just love. And this isn't a perfect movie, but it's something that I know I will go back to. I'll go there and back again, if you will. Um, I ha- it has its faults. It's called The Hobbit, and Bilbo is such just like a tertiary character. Yeah, but he it. he but does after everything every, you want I him know, to do in it. It's it's well, Bilbo's story, but he takes just such a third seat behind everything with Thorin, and even just the stuff that's put in there with um, Legolas and Toriel, like. <laughs> they have more screen time between the two of them than Bilbo does. But he but, saves them from the spiders. He gets know, them out of does. the and elves. Yeah, he has a lot stuff. more. He's the one that yeah. he's the one that stays to figure out the door. I know it's mm-hmm. he's there. I know it's my number two. I know I just saw it yesterday again. I really like this movie, and I will go back to it. But he's just such a like second fiddle in his own movie. I feel. Yeah, but that's, I think that's how we, like. That, that's. But it, the hobbits are always kind of the second, even during Lord of the Rings. Yeah. I know it's Frodo's story, but every time they cut to Frodo and Sam, uh, you know, that's out of one of the epic you. battle ones, I'm like, no! No, I know, but. Hell's Deep's going on, guys! What the hell? Yeah. Why? Frodo and Sam. Frodo, stop looking at the camera! <laughs> but, like, I mean, even in the books, like. I know. It, it's the same kind of, it's the same kind of thing. Like, it's not just all about Bilbo. It's about know, him being in those adventures. And and even Thor, when I was reading the book as a kid, I'm like, no, where did Gandalf go? Yeah, that, right? no, that's Gandalf's a wizard. And that's like, what I really enjoy about this one. Actually, I had a like, long talk with John's aunt about The Hobbit like on Christmas Eve. And the Gandalf stuff is the most fascinating for me because it does have that, like, okay, well, Gandalf just leaves. Mm-hmm. And then he pops up again like three chapters later. I like seeing where he's going. Even though it's mm-hmm. Gandalf doing stuff that we've seen him do already. Like, oh, he's blowing on his staff, and then the light comes on. Like, yeah, oh, but he's that, got but, his light shield. Like, yeah, but also, but like, cool also when he's like, do, he's like trying to find the evil, and he throws his uh, his staff down, and then it, that big orb comes okay, out. Okay, what's, like, what's that? Like, spell gonna do? Like, it's gonna show him the orcs that are there? Yeah. yeah. They just jump out at him anyway. They jump out through it. Yeah. I know. But but it was no, still he cast cool. a spell already. So they knew when it was going to be cast. He was announcing his presence. <laughs> yeah. He should have just snuck around all solid snake style and then done magic. But then he couldn't have seen them. So he would have snuck around and not seen anything. No. It's okay, Chris. But it's like there's, it, yeah, there's it, it, obvious it's, flaws. It's, there's there's flaws, but, but it nails everything that. And I haven't I haven't read The Hobbit in since ye- third grade years. Yeah. No, I it, it was third grade for me. Yeah, but it's it, so hard going from reading the Lord of the Rings books back to reading The Hobbit because so much of it is, oh, here we are in Fellowship of the Ring. I'm J.R.R. Tolkien. I'm going to talk about. Oh, they're Hobbiton. Let me let me talk about Hobbiton for and what an entire Hobbit chapter and just what goes on there. Okay, cool. Like, yeah, set, set that stage. Now I'm gonna talk about the fields next to Hobbiton. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna talk about the river mm-hmm. that's next to the fields next to Hobbiton. 
and the Hobbit is so much like, and then there's a fight. Everything's okay though. Yeah. <laughs> Spiders attack. Don't worry. Like it's all done in pages. Well, like one page, just for a lane. Like okay, here's the setting. Here's what happens. Here's the resolution. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings. It's paragraph, 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 paragraph. Now I'm- you have a character talking about just everything that was described. Like that grass is really soft. <laughs> like. <laughs> That's J.R.L. Tolkien. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. But uh, the The Hobbit is such a different book. It's from. you know it is. It's a totally different book. But everything that I remember and I want to see in the Hobbit, mm-hmm. I got. And you got yeah, more explanation of this boat man. And and you you they Bard. do they 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 expand on those <laughs> things, and it's because they have. Three, yeah. almost three hour movies to do it. You know, you have no, almost nine hours to tell these stories and to expand on things. And I think they did, I think they do a great job. It's a great movie. Cause in the book, The Hobbit, it was always kind of weird to me that, okay, so they have all this army like kind of fighting and smog is going on and they're attacking them and then this guy I'm comes really out of nowhere and like shoots yeah. an arrow. Yeah. I'm like, are there other the- bone people like out there? <laughs> no, no, it's, in the movie, they're like, no, it's a very special arrow, and it's a very special bow. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just like, yeah. this guy comes up. And, like, that was one of my things my my aunt had a big complaint about, was, like, they never talked about Bard that much. And I was like, the only thing yeah. I thought was annoying was how his kids kept going, da, da, like well, yeah. Scandinavian. Yeah. But I, know, like, but I enjoyed... Like town. I enjoyed seeing all that extra stuff, because if I'm going to see a section of a nine-hour movie, I want that stuff flushed out. And I'm fine with that. I enjoyed seeing that. I enjoyed getting a little bit more Mm -hmm. than what I would have gotten, as you said, in the book that's just like, they battled, the villagers rejoiced. This guy comes out of nowhere, shoots an arrow, kills the dragon. In the book, the Battle of Five Armies, that's an entire chapter. Uh Like, everyone arrives, chapter starts, and then fights over, like, Ten pages yeah. later, with I have no the, idea why they're fighting. Then the movie, I really don't know. Every, everyone just shows up in the same place, and then they rumble. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, I feel like with the movie, that's gonna probably be like a half hour scene. Like that's mm-hmm. gonna be something that has weight. It's going to be climactic instead of just like. See, like I, I feel like that battle is gonna be like four to five minutes to an hour. Desolation of Smog was two and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we have five, something like that. We have just of a three hundred page book. Another two <laughs> to two and a half hours for there and back again. They have to finish up the rest of the Hobbit, but then they are going to be going into setting up the Lord of the Rings movies. Mm-hmm. So as we were like walking out, even the intro was the setup for the Lord of the Rings movies yeah. because it's him sitting down to. He's writing the, the, writing the, the Red Book, Book of Westmark. And uh, Frodo goes to wait for Gandalf. I feel it's... we're, uh, And you know there's going to be four different endings. I know. We're going to have just... You're going to have the ending, actual ending, ending, ending of The Hobbit, and then... The actual end. All the Tertiary stuff. Um, yeah. I, 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 think, I think it's a good number two. It'd probably be in my top five. I saw it again... Today, this afternoon. Well, then I'm going to steal it and say that was my number one, and we really? talked plenty enough. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it it it, uh, it re 
energized my love for the Lord of the Rings movies because after the first Hobbit, I was like, oh no, these things are going to be awful, aren't they? And I'm going to just like have my Lord of the Rings movies. See, I like this one better than I, – I really liked number one. Uh-huh. Oh, really? I see. It was just like so – it was it was half of it was what I expected, mm-hmm. which was a lot of walking, and uh, you know from coming from watching the Lord of Rings, like it was exactly what I expected from it. Mm-hmm. And this one too is the scenes that we got. It's what I expected of it. it yeah. The 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 three big scenes, you know, fighting this fighting the spiders, fighting the you know the elves, and then the smog stuff. It's everything I expected, and yeah, this one's more action-packed because they're doing the action-packed yeah, stuff in it. And also, they're no longer trying to make the 13 dwarves, like... They keep showing this one, and I'm like, I don't remember this guy from boing, the first boing, movie. Clogging, clogging, <laughs> you know, like... There's not... You know, like, yeah. they, they focus on, on, like, four of them this time, and, but like, that's... no, these are characters, everybody else doesn't really matter. It's a lot of Keeley. Yeah, Keeley, like, because they d- decide, uh... you know what, we need a love triangle, because it's Kate from Lost. Well, uh, you know what, she specifically said that the only reason she would do that, if they did not do the love triangle, and then Peter Jackson did it anyways, mm-hmm. and she's pissed, because she, the whole reason she took the part, one, she's a huge Lord of the Rings fan, mm-hmm. and... That he said he wasn't going to do that because she didn't want to be stuck in another love yeah, triangle, triangle thing. Yeah, because she doesn't want to be pigeonholed. Yeah. Uh, Considering yeah. like the only other thing she's done since then is that robot fighting movie with Hugh Jackman. Oh, I, I forgot about you that. mean Rock'em Sock'em? How did that Rock'em not Rock'em? make anyone real steel? <laughs> real steel. Was, listen, was that last year? I don't know. I think it was last year. It was ago, not. This is not very good. <laughs> Did the Wolverine make anybody's list? No, no. I haven't seen that. I think one your number one's the same as my number one. Okay. Well, go ahead with your number well, one. Who goes next? I already. He's you know, number one was his. Talk, the Hobbit, but mm-hmm. you go. Um, my number one is a movie that I know I will go back to a lot. Based off, of, I'm looking over to John. Based <laughs> off of the other movies from this, <laughs> John's nodding. Did you go to the World's End? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The World's oh, End I is my number. That. Paul, how have you not seen it? I listed all the movies that <laughs> I, I just saw. <laughs> I'm just, that was how. Did like, I see it with you guys? <clears throat> no. Then I didn't see it. I don't even. Did we? We didn't even see it together. No, I saw it with my mom. Yeah, I saw it with my dad. Yeah. You put Simon Pegg. Was that Nick your number Frost one? All? Together in a movie. I'm doing the math right now. Yeah, it's his number one as well. Yes, yeah, my number one. As you well. make it by Edgar Wright. You have my attention. I was so excited going into this. I was sad when the movie Paul wasn't going to be by Edgar Wright, and it became something completely different. Still loved it though. Yeah, still a good movie. Still haven't seen it. <sighs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't want to say know. everything I said about it the first time. It's okay. But the world's end. I'm I'm gonna you know go on a little break as you guys talk about it so it does I don't get it completely spoiled. So oh, that's fine. I do plan on watching yeah. it. It's just one. Of the yeah, ones you should just I... stay out of the room till we yell Paul. And then we'll start talking about the movie Paul, which then <laughs> you should leave again <laughs> and come back an hour later. Um, this oh, movie no, has everything I would want, love, and expect from. In Edgar Wright, Simon Pegg, Nick Frost movie. Yes, exactly. And even the fact that um, like Simon Pegg is playing completely against type in yeah. it, 
still love him. Still, he still has that Simon Pegg likability air to him. And he's such a douche, just trying to rec- like recapture that yeah. former glory. Yeah, and to have it kind of that it's that War of the Worlds invading the planet kind of thing in the background. But in the foreground, it is about these guys' friends. And, yeah. like, all their, like, they've listed what's going to happen. Yeah. And it's happening throughout the, the whole thing. And when they were setting all that stuff up in the beginning of the movie, I kept it all in the yeah. back of my mind to be like, all right. You've been This is where it happens. This is where it happens. And, and yeah, I was, I, I don't know where I was. I think it was yesterday or the day before. And I went, Holy crap, why don't I own this yet? Because I want to watch it again. Uh, Yeah, I just haven't bought it yet. Yeah. I still don't own Hot Fuzz, but I've seen them so many times. You've seen them so many times. Um, And like you said, your condition, like after watching and rewatching and rewatching Shaun of the Dead, you're like, okay, you take note of, okay, this is something they mentioned. Here's how this scene is filmed because it looks different. I'm going to file that away because this will come back. Is it horrible that I've watched Hot Fuzz more than Shaun of the Dead? No. No, it's not horrible. No. I like Hot Fuzz it, better. Bo- that's that's, that's fine, because you're not the horror guy. I'm yeah. The- Hot Fuzz is still a lot of fun. They're, they're all gray movies, mm-hmm. and this has that sci-fi yeah, aspect. It has the sci-fi aspe- a- aspect to it, yeah. It's... And it's the... the they lay the groundwork so well for everything that they're going to do in the movie. They, they they actually really do. But like when I was following stuff that like when I saw I think Simon Pegg being interviewed about something and he mentioned like oh yeah our dance choreographer um you called Martin like Little Martin and then that's what we called him for the rest of the the shoot. I was like oh man they're they're gonna throw in a dance thing in the middle, but then it's. Not the dance; it's the fight choreography, Which and those fight scenes so well were great. And when and I the one with the twins, the, the, the twins, wow. yeah, Which, even in the in the whole pub scene where Simon <laughs> Simon Pegg has his glass of beer and he keeps trying to finish it and it keeps getting knocked out of his hand yeah. and he's catching it like that huge thing scene is a massive fight scene. And when I was watching that, I I said to myself too, is like. I have no fear of Edgar Wright doing Ant-Man because yeah. the fight stuff in that's going to be cool. And that's a very special effects CGI yeah, heavy, heavy movie. movie. Too. And and that's what this is too and this just it's sad that I I really hope it's not the end of these guys working together because yeah. I really would love to see more movies together. And I love Nick Frost. Again, he's got that extremely likable persona even like from spaced you know yeah. the, I, I i i've loved all these all the stuff that those guys have done together i know and i'm very much looking forward to what they come up with next because yeah this was the end of their trilogy but they have to work together again they're friends they, yeah them. we we got how many ends to the kevin smith like jay and silent Bob yeah stuff, like. and and i think I think it's the end in the sense of this is where they originally said they were going to go from or go to, but they can do any kind of movie together. They don't have to say like, oh, we're going to do this, you know. We're, Give yeah. me Hot Fuzz too. I'd be in. Right? I mean, you could do you could do anything or with you those take, guys. Take uh, the Nick uh, Nick. Uh, what's his name? Frost. Nick Frost 
character and bring him to the big city. Like, you could totally see that working. Yeah, you could, I mean, you can do anything with those characters. And with those actors playing those characters, you'd want to see them do anything. Yeah. Well, it's going to wrap us up for the movies. I think we know what... Oh, well, then our number one movie of 2013 was The World's End. Yes. Followed by Hobbit, Desolation of Smog. Yep. And then Man of Steel was number three. Respectable. Yeah. Uh, and then there's a three-way tie for four, four and five. Yeah. That's Never fine. everything else. Yep. No issues. Mm-hmm. That's a solid list. All right. We ready to wrap this uh, this year-end retrospective with our video game picks from 2013? Let's head into the game. Which is Paul's indie corner, basically. Yeah. Uh, I can say I really only have a number one, because okay. I haven't really played any new games that mm-hmm. I was like, oh, man, I love it. I got to play it. Okay. I understand that. Like, uh, I, there was very little big blockbuster games that I, you know, got through and, you know, mm. finished. But, you know, I played a few. Like, okay, I played, like, three blockbusters, and then, like, I played not a bunch, but a good handful of indie games, you know, because I, they're, like, two-hour, three-hour games. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I've played games, but there's nothing, like, I was not a huge fan of Arkham Origins. Like I didn't get into it to play more than mm-hmm. more like than it, yeah. um, mm-hmm. probably. Jeez. So you get into the city, and I played some of the city stuff, and then I just couldn't I got through stay a couple fast bottles battles. But yeah, it didn't. Yeah, like you said, it didn't hook me. It's something that I'm. It's not like I'm like, oh, I can't believe I'm gonna have to finish this or anything. I'm looking forward to playing more of it. It's just that. That that's my number three because okay. I I really enjoyed that game. I. Mm-hmm. I've played through the story. I've done a lot of the side stuff. I still have stuff left to finish whenever I decide to go back to it. And I haven't done any of the online multiplayer yet, which I don't even know what that entails. I didn't know it really had it until mm-hmm. I bought it. I was like, oh, wow, this game's two discs. And I looked at it and I was like, oh, no, that's a multiplayer disc. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll do that after I finish the game. But I've I've really enjoyed it. It's, uh, yeah, it's one of those games where I'm like, for whatever reason, like, maybe because I probably burnt myself out right before it came out by playing through Arkham Asylum, okay. Arkham Origins. Oh, you played both of them right yeah, before went, you yeah, went? because I'm like, oh, I'm going to get psyched. You are, I forgot I'm, you're nuts. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't finish Arkham City. I started it, and I just ran out of time before Arkham Origins came out, because I wanted to get beat them both on hard difficulty before playing the new one, but then I... Pick, you know, it came out. I finished Arkham Asylum on hard, and uh, did that, and then, like, I started Arkham City, and then the Origins came out, and I started playing that, and I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. And then when we were like, and then it got to December, and I'm like, you know what? I got to put in a little bit more time so I can really digest it. But it was like me putting in time, mm. not that I was. Force, you know, it's just like finding the time to play that game versus other games that I was having more fun with, you know. Just also, it's cold in the basement. (laughs) It's okay. It's part of the experience. I got to a part where I just, like, I just kept fighting these same, like, eight to ten guys Mm -hmm. over and over and over and over and over again, and I couldn't beat them. And I was like, I've taken on more than this in those other games. And I was able to 
to yeah. feed him. And it, like, the, the, the fight stuff just wasn't syncing up right. That's for how me. I felt at first. But mm-hmm. again, I haven't played one since Arkham City came out. And I just chalk that up to me being out of the flow. No, it's, it is a little, the timing is a little different. The timing's off. Cause I'd and be hitting they, counters and I'd still be getting hit. Also, it's, they throw a lot more of the, you know, different like villains, you know, or, Bad guys like the yeah. stun gun and all that kind of like where you have to. There's do, like martial artists in this yeah. now too, it, it, where you actually have you to like do different things. Venom guys too. A lot on. quicker than yeah. I think any of the other games where you had to, you know, do the different kind types of combos. And like, I, but, it took me a couple times to beat Killer Croc, <coughs> and I and I said, you know, that's I'm fighting the boss. Like it should take me well, that's a, a couple playthroughs. Yeah, the, yeah. It should take me a couple times to figure out what it is, and then to get everything mm-hmm. timed right. Yeah, For me, it was the Deathstroke one. Like, mm-hmm. it took me a while to get past him. Yeah. Like, I actually, I didn't rage quit, but I just hit a point where I was like, I can't do this today. I'm gonna shut off. I'm gonna walk mm-hmm. away from it. But then the next day, I went back and I died like six times again before I finally got it. And it was at that moment where I was like, all right, like moving on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this one is a little bit harder because <laughs> they are ramping it up. You've done this for two games yeah. now, and those are big games. Even if you don't do all the side stuff, like there's a lot to do. Well, Arkham City is basic is two times larger than yeah. Arkham Asylum. It it really is. Yeah. It is, and they give you they throw so much more at you. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm okay with that because I did finally find that flow again. To mm-hmm. it. Like, it took me some time. Yeah. I wasn't able just to pick up the control and be like, alright, I'm gonna go beat up, you know, like eight bad guys at once and feel like, like a I badass. I flow because I was training myself. Yeah. Yeah. See, so you and should I, have been, yeah, and after playing like, both of those, yeah. by the time you get on hard, through, right? Mm-hmm. Or to the end of those games, you've completely Same unlocked game, your except arsenal. Except it doesn't give you the Batman sense, like the spider sense on top, you yeah. know. And also, you know, you can take a little less damn, you know, hits. But it's, but, like, you have, in, uh, in this one, you have to do stuff. Like, you mm-hmm. need to progress through, you need to raise up your armor again. Yeah. You need to unlock those gadgets. You need to unlock that quick takedown. Mm-hmm. You need to unlock your brawling so you do more damage. Like, you have to put the time in before you feel like you are Batman again. Mm-hmm. And I think that's rightfully so because this is his, like, this takes place before those. Like, this is him learning the ropes. And mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it's a solid three for me. Oh yeah, it's a solid, it's a, it's a good Batman game, but not the best Batman game that came out in 2013. The best Batman game that came out in 2013 was Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah, because it I, I give you just that. like the whole progression, the I, same I, kind of progression Tomb style came out this year. of like. I did too. Like, All right, that's my number three as well because I like that game. Like, John's throwing numbers out there now. And just the presentation alone, like of the how the quick time eventy kind of stuff happens with the like yeah. circle coming closer, yeah. and just like the whole like you go to the campfire was... and it just how the look and the feel of the game yeah. was really Ooh. cool. Okay, this is gonna change things it's, around for me. Okay, it is. I, I actually enjoy, I enjoy it. I'll enjoyed it a lot more. And then, you know when I'm like saying, oh, I gotta get, you know, play Batman, or I could play more Tomb Raider. Yeah. And it constantly came to me being like, I'm playing more Tomb Raider. One, Tomb Raider is on my PC, so I'm nice and warm while I'm playing it on the Xbox remote versus going down to the basement where it's cold. But still, I feel like, no, Tomb Raider, it has that, it scratches that same itch that the Arkham Origin, you know, the Arkham City and Arkham, 
it has a, it's a lot more narrow of the exploration than any Tomb Raider I've played before, mm-hmm. even though I it's haven't still, played that much. It's still pretty linear. Yeah, it's pretty darn linear, but I feel like that's how the Batman games are yeah. anyways, and the like exploration have, aren't isn't that huge. Tomb Raider for me is like... Openness. Like, those things are open, and you gotta jump here, jump, you know, and, like, try to figure it out, and the whole, like, traversal as a puzzle. Whereas this feels a lot more linear, but you can, you can figure it out. You know where you're yeah. going, you know where the next objective is, and I feel like that's a big bonus to this new Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider did capture my attention a bit more. I'll, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put that as my number two, just so we can continue to talk about uh, it. And, and because, and I feel like, I'm, I can kind of like, oh, if I go over, I know I'm supposed to go to the left right now, but if I go over to the right, I can find, I probably can find something cool. Yeah. And I'm yeah. rewarded for going to yeah, the right you, and finding you, something you're, cool. you're definitely rewarded for finding and out. There was and, a lot of moments in that too where I was like, okay, I can't get here yet. I'm going to have to remember being on this spot, yeah. on this beach yeah. later when you go back. to come back. Yeah, because I don't have the upgrade for my like one pickaxe. Like that yeah. happens very early on where I'm like, I got this thing that I want to open at this one campsite. Can't do it yet. I'll come back because I know. And the very next thing is like, no, you upgrade your pickaxe. And the first thing I did was go right back. I really enjoy the stealth gameplay Mm -hmm. in Tomb Raider 2. It was a lot of fun. I love games where I can try to sneak around and take people out without them noticing. And Mm -hmm. Tomb Raider does that. Yeah. Tomb Raider does that. Because it was the same, it's the exact same keystroke on your. Walk up behind, hit Y, <laughs> like, silent kill, and the yeah. headshots, man, with the bow and arrow. I'm like, I'm not using the, a gun. I got a bow and arrow. I'm I headshotting love- people. And then the XP comes up. 30 points for the headshot. Hells yeah. yeah I'm that was a solid shit left game. and right. Like, that's, I'm a, I completely forgot I played that game mm-hmm. this year. I, I kept it seems like so long ago, because it came out almost at... It came out early, yeah. Yeah. But I bought it recently, you know, more recently yeah. than you guys. Uh... But, yeah, it was just one of those things where... It came out in March. Yeah, yeah. the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Where I was just like... I think that was one of our, like, anticipated games, too. Because like, mm-hmm. I remember saying, I've never bought a Tomb Raider game before, and this is going to be the first one I do. And it was, and I played through it and really enjoyed it. I bought Tomb Raider Anniversary for the Wii and traded it back in because I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. Um, but this one, it's just... It, it limited the expiration because with the anniversary edition or in the original Tomb Raider murders that I've tried and picked up and then left, uh, because I grew up with brothers, so we all, you know, yeah, bought games and then played them and I'm you like, trade nope, off. yep, I'm not, I'm not playing this game. It's whatever. Cause I would get lost in the whole transfer, you know, like explore, you know, exploring thing, like just going around in the tomb and be like, Wait, I don't understand what I'm supposed to be doing right now. Like, I, I don't get it. This one, it's a lot more linear. But not to the point where I don't feel like there isn't any bonus to actually going around and exploring other things. Yeah. Because you do there's feel a, like... There's a lot to find and unlock. Mm-hmm. Like, you're getting scal- salvage, you're upgrading your weapons. And that's the thing with these unlocks. It's yeah. You're not just going to find the feather for Assassin's Creed, you know, in Assassin's Creed to collect all the feathers... It's actually giving you a bonus in the yeah. game. Like, there's a reason to, gameplay-wise, to actually do this. 
Other than just getting XP for lighting all the Buddha things, or not yeah. Buddhas, but you know. Yeah, they were the same. There are some there. things that were like that, but, other, but mostly the salvage, that's why I'm going after yeah. it, because I'm like, no, I want to upgrade my sh- my trench gun, my trench shotgun a little bit more, and I need ten more. It, it th- just, it had that constant egg. There were points too where it got Egging frustrating, you because you would know what you have to do, and you would do it, just not properly and like you would just mm-hmm. drop and die like there's that part where you're like caught up in the river and you have to like dodge yeah yeah like oh the, and she would get the yeah she gets like right, spear right through her the, chin, the chin. Yeah. yeah and then she's like trying to pull it out and i'm like you no, see that, like her arms flop to like the side. no no she, it's through her brain i don't think you can try to pull out like the the spear it's, in your head like so, i felt so bad every time well, that happened yeah and it, it happened, happened a lot i it happened to me three times oh. and i'm like oh it happened a this lot so to brutal. me. The thing, one thing that one of my uh, the negatives for this game is there's a lot of times where those kind of cutscenes will happen, and you're not for a little while. I was not sure if I died or if I did it right, yeah. because like such brutal things would happen to her, and you're like, oh, she must be dead. Like she fell, cracked yeah. her head. It all goes black and white. Oh well, I guess that wasn't. Oh, she's getting up. Was I supposed to do it better? Like, yeah. but no, no, you're not supposed to, it's just part of the game. And then, like, you're walking for a first, like, after that, like, sliding through, you're looking for a first aid kit forever. And I'm like, I really should have, she's bleeding out right now. <laughs> there's, I, I, there's no way that I have not found, I must be dying at any second, right? Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's got a lot of the, um, what are the, the PlayStation games? Resident Evil. No. Oh yeah, it does the, have a lot of Resident Evil to it. No, though. like the the PlayStation where you're the adventurer and you're jumping around and oh, you, you gotta climb. And, okay, you're you're talking uh, Uncharted. Uncharted, yeah. Oh, okay, it's I got a lot of like the Uncharted stuff because yeah. Uncharted's got a scene like that after like the train crashes and you're wounded and you gotta climb through all this stuff. Yeah, and when, you, when you're you, you don't have any weapons in the, in the yeah. plane and in I'm the plane like. There. And for whatever reason, I didn't realize that's what she said. That must be because I wasn't looking at the plane in the s- distance. Yeah. Well, that's like I was a like big... looking at a room, and I'm yeah. like, "Oh, she must mean that there. map's like a big area." Yeah, yeah, yeah. The shanty town, and I'm everything's like, huge. I'm like, "Oh, she must mean there must be a first aid kit in that shanty house." So I'm trying to get into there, and she can't yeah. jump up, and she's like, "Oh, that really hurts." And I'm like, "Well, you're dying. <laughs> you have to do it. You've been." <laughs> You've been dying this whole time. Dig deep, lady. The first five minutes, you got a piece of rebar shut through yeah. your one side. I don't know how you haven't bled out from no, that. I can't believe I forgot this game like, came out. Oh, it was so good. It was it's, really, really good. Mm-hmm. It was good. Yeah, and it's my only AAA game to make my list. Hmm. Yeah, that should be my number two. That's also your number two? Yeah, I give it my number my, two. My number two, I will give it as an honorable mention. And I think it's still free right now on Xbox Live, but the Fables... Wolf Among Us game. Okay. It, like well, they put it's out not Apple. Fables. It's, it's, it's Tales. Tales. It's the Wolf Among Us because they can't. You said it's free? I I think it was. I don't know if it still is or not, uh, but you can download game episode with one. Game with gold? Game with gold? I think it was just like games. not even as a like like a gold game. I think mm-hmm. like you could just download it for free. Wow. That's pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Well, episode one, right? Don't, don't quote me, but yeah. And they just put out the episode one of the new Walking Dead game, and I have to get that still too. But I haven't. Pl- I bought it because it was like five bucks for yeah. the first season. After and I played it yet? Since I went back and bought all those books that I haven't had a chance, not even all of them. Like there's still a couple Green Lantern issues that I need to buy mm-hmm. to like be caught up again. After I spent that money on like 
downloading all this content, I was like, I'm going to hold off on buying <laughs> games until I just get like back into the yeah like the rhythm of like buying comics almost. The one um, I just would be my honorable. The one thing that bugs me about buying comics is Marvel. They have they're selling that three ninety nine comic. You don't get a hard copy. You don't get that digital thing, and then it takes them forever to at least drop it down a dollar or two. Mm-hmm. It takes uh, over a month. I feel like now longer than that. Oh really? I know DC. It's a month, right? <coughs> well, for the usually, usually, it's usually like two two months. Because I know there were some books that I wanted to buy from Marvel, like because I was going back to buy all of the X Men stuff to finish off the Battle of the Atom, and a lot of the books like when you search, it's like all new X Men dollar ninety nine. I was like. Oh great! Like I can catch up, and it's gonna cost me like half as much. But it's only like that first like ten issues are a dollar ninety nine, and then like by the time you get more recent, like in the mm-hmm. story arcs and then into Battle of the Atom, you're back to the full price. And it's like, ugh, I think the cheapest book I got was one that was on sale for a dollar ninety nine, and it was like a Green Lantern one. Mm-hmm. But it's tough, yeah. I it's feel tough, that. and it's tough. It's tough buying that like four ninety nine bigger book. Like the Batman's are mm-hmm. like a, they got those yeah. four ninety nine books and it's like four ninety nine is a lot for a digital copy. I feel like I might now get into the habit of waiting for stuff to go on sale on Comixology instead of buying it like the week it comes out. It's like I might wait like a couple yeah. months and buy the arc like ninety nine cents a pop mm-hmm. or like a dollar ninety nine. Even still, it's hard to say that they're actually going to do that because they keep what? putting like God of Thunder on sale and I'm like. I need to get those more recent ones, and I go to look, and it's like, oh, if they only do the first five issues of it for five, for ninety nine cents, it's mm. tough. <laughs> yeah, sidebar though. Yeah. Where yeah. are we at? We're at our number. Did you? My number two then. Yeah, my number Here's, two was Tomb Raider, and your number two was Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Just to continue talking about right. it, I threw it out. My number two is uh, Rogue Legacy. It's a game that I talked about on the show before. It's probably the game that I spent a lot of time. And you probably more, did talk about it. I don't remember that. More time. I have no idea. It's the. It's an indie game. It's. <coughs> uh, you play as a knight going into this cursed castle. This sounds familiar now. Yes. Oh, and he dies, and, and then dies, his, and then you okay. play as you, you play as his son or daughter. And to avenge his death, you go into the castle, and the castle keeps on That's changing. Right. Yeah, and, and you get different abilities. And yeah, like or sometimes you're like colorblind, so you can't see things. Colorblind, dyslexic, or you're schizophrenic, so you see enemies that aren't actually there. Like yeah. that sounded suffer, really cool. You suffer from vertigo, so your character really cool. actually walks on the ceiling and not on the floor, and all the controls are backwards because of it. Which gets me so nauseous, so I'm like, <laughs> not play because you get the choice of three kids, mm-hmm. uh, you know, three, and and uh, it's a game, and so I'm like, oh, there go, can't pick that one, <laughs> you know, just like automatically, yeah. and uh, what you do is every time you go into the castle, you get more gold, and then you spend the gold to actually send back to your own keep your own castle, and you expand on that, and that does all the your own locks, so if you like different classes. So your kids can become a paladin instead of just a regular knight, or mm. can become a barbarian king instead of you know, or ninja, and and every class has a different power, you know, different powers to it, and it's just simple. It's like two button controls that jump, or three buttons: jump, attack, or special ability, and you just nice. you know go through. And it's two D sky scroll, a uh, side scrolling game, and some uh, characters you know suffer from. 
of being able to see in 3D. So every pixel, every uh, sprite is actually flat. So when they turn, it looks like a piece of paper turning over. So it's completely flat. You know, it's just really imaginative and fun. And like, mm. um, no, it sounded cool when you were talking about it. And I'm sorry I couldn't remember the name of it. Like, yeah, but it's I definitely on remember. PC, it'll all be that. coming to Vita probably sometime in 2014. Uh, it's on Steam. It's always like on sale for like 10 bucks or I think it's right like, yeah, literally like 14.99. But man, playing with with a controller like plugged into the PC it's it, it was so much fun and you know it's just a cl- it feels like a classic. It makes me jealous cuz I wish I I you could know played it cuz I love games. those I love side scrolling games, you know, where you're just jumping around this castle and just like dying constantly but you're kind of okay with it because you're like you can start fresh. You start fresh again, and you you can eventually you unlock the ability by the ability to lock down the castle to keep it exactly the same. If you're like, no, there's like five treasure chests that I didn't get to open, and I know I can get them, mm-hmm. so you lock down the castle and then you go in as the guy, and, <coughs> and every time you go into the castle, you lose all your money. Like so, you want to spend and just like spend it all, and yeah. you get all the upgrades you can to. Give it the best chance, and a lot of times, like I died, because they tell you like how many you know generations you went through. One hundred and sixty-seven generations. Wow! So uh, you die a lot. Yeah. You do a lot of killing and jumping around and stuff. I don't know how long I actually played the game because it was one of those games that I played. Because you could play, like you could walk into the castle, go into a room, you die, and yeah. then you play another guy where you get like yeah, you, seven, you, you clear get, out like. Almost all, because there's four also parts. You, there's the main castle, there's the gardens, there's the lower room, the dungeons basically, which is the hardest part, and then the uh, upper part of the castle. Like, and it's broken in. There's four bosses in each of those parts. You defeat the boss, you know, you have to defeat every boss in the area, and you unlock the main boss, you know, the yeah. main part, and that's when you win. Uh, when you defeat them. Or him. Sounds super fun. It is a lot of fun. But my my game counter on Steam says that I played for 38 hours, and I know that's not true because it's one of the games that I was like, oh, hun? That's that. It would just happen. Like, every time I went down to sit and play it and I played for five minutes, Kate would go, oh, hun, can you? And I'm like, okay, I'll just pause it and then do that for. And then I, like, leave it paused for, like, a whole night, like, and then come back to it. Because it's like, Quick death, like 15 yeah. minutes. You could play one, <clears throat> you know, you play for 15 minutes, and, and that's also one of the reasons I really like Tomb Raider because like every 15 minutes you come across like a save point, like it's yeah. quick. Like you come across a new campsite and you can save and hang out, you know, and like feel like you can walk away from it for a little while. Yeah, which is really helpful in my kind of video game situation. Yeah, Rogue Legacy, a lot of fun. There you go. If you can find it, get it. It's not taxing on a PC at all. So if you have a laptop that's been released in the last five years, download Steam, buy it, you'll be fine. Just hook up an Xbox Wire controller <coughs> to it because I could not imagine trying to play it on like a keyboard. Hmm. Just you know, it's it's yeah, it's better when you can do it with a yeah, plug controller. Plug in a controller. So we on our number ones. I guess so. I got to write down Rogue Legacy. Uh, who goes first? It, I think John and I are going to have the same number one again. Go ahead and do it. Diablo 3. Yep. 
Just for Xbox 360. For, it came out on the Xbox 360. This game came out two years ago. Um, I can't remember. October, I think it was. Yeah, I think so. Um, but it just came it out in September for Xbox 360 and the PS3. Um, and I have been playing it ever since. Yeah, me too. Like, I have made so many characters and just devoted so much time to each one of those characters. Like, I only have one up to level 60, but I have, like, two more... Well, one up into, like, the 30s, one in the 20s, and then, like, three more that are, like, 9 to 15-ish. Yeah, I have uh, one that's 59. It's just about just about 60. Then I have one in the 40s, and then the rest are in the... One's two in the 20s, and one in, like, nine. But, yeah, it's... Uh, I mean, you've, you've heard us talk about it before, but we love, we loved two. Mm-hmm. We used to all play together. Yeah. And, um, I'm surprised we haven't all played Diablo 3, but I only, I'm not on Xbox Live anymore. Oh, like, okay. I don't pay for gold because I don't yeah. feel the need to I got anymore, a gold honestly. subscription for Christmas, so I gotta plug that in. Nice. Um, but I, I heard Chris, like, playing a game and I stuck my head into his room and was like, hey, what are you playing? And I watched him play Diablo 3 for maybe two minutes, and then I put my coat on and I left and went out and bought it and <laughs> drove back and started playing it. And we, we both, we both played different characters, you know, different yeah. characters up into a, a, up now, into a point. Yeah, and I'm trying to get my, I'm trying to get that monk to 60 right now. I started as a demon hunter. I started as a, I started as the witch doctor, and then I was kind of like, eh, I want to try everyone else out, and I played, I started playing the monk, and I was like, I love this character, and then my sorcerer too, my sorcerer too, I like that, I really like yeah. that class. I started as a demon hunter, and then I made a sorcerer as my like all, and then I just started a monk after watching you play, and I was like, yeah, I'll try out the monk, and since that was the most recent one that I had made, it just kind of like carried through, so that's like my current. Yeah, and you guys enjoy that the uh, gender isn't class specific anymore yeah did it ever matter to you guys it didn't really matter but yeah i didn't care because i enjoyed yeah. playing the yeah, amazon. amazon yeah amazon like i like being an archer i always yeah. like being an archer or a lint ranged character i made like the demon hunter like mm. my first one because he was that range character and then my second one i made the sorceress or no it's called the wizard in mm-hmm. this one uh, i i went female just because i thought the character model looked cooler than the male mm-hmm. version and then i made a male witch doctor and then i had a male monk on the side and then, yeah, like, you did. I didn't get anywhere like with those characters. And then I made a barbarian, which I didn't even play as. I just made the character. Mm-hmm. And then I made a female monk because I was like, oh, she looks cool, and that's just like the character that I ran with. Mm-hmm. I it's hitting everything I liked from Diablo too. Like people complained about this game, and it's scratching that same itch. I love oh. just that, like, hey, I'm gonna load up. I'm gonna like were run they complaining the about the game as in like the pc release because the, yeah. they redid the drops the, the loot drops completely yeah. for the council because they the council was not going to have the uh auction house be, yeah you know and then they're like you know what yeah we're getting rid of the auction house in the pc too so I, it's all going to be like the council version now. i know one of the things people were complaining about was like they weren't getting those unique item mm-hmm. drops and i can play for an hour and get at least one now and before mm-hmm. people on pc were saying they would get up to level 60 and then they would get one yeah so 
they definitely adjusted that. Too. Yeah, that, that would. That, I think that would piss me off because it is yeah. getting that. Those are cool. Getting things. that stuff and up to, and That's the whole point. Changing your character yeah. like that. Yeah, it's the point of the game. And I do miss the skill trees. I miss being able to say like, mm-hmm. no, I'm going to go down this side and you know have this be like my specialization. They've kind of done something a little bit different where you can pick from the different skills, and each mm-hmm. one has runes that will adjust or change what you're doing with that mm-hmm. one skill. And they're all, like, as you level up, they're all unlocked to you. So you can, at any point, go and change to yeah. a different skill. Yeah, and you can change it, like, in the middle of a battle, as long as your power's not being used right then, mm-hmm. you can change it in the middle of a battle. And I've done that because I'm like... I cannot beat this guy. I need to yeah. figure something else out and then go through and look at what you're doing mm-hmm. and being like, okay, I need to put it into this, this, and this, and then maybe I'll have a fighting chance. Because not, like, it, and it's interesting, like, the characters that Chris would have problems with with his yeah. his Demon Hunter, that distance mm-hmm. thing, I would not have any problem with, and the pers- people that would kill me, he'd have no problem to steamrolling them. So it is like, and playing through as the like the monk now, it's a completely different experience. Cause oh, I have yeah. to be up in it. Yeah, and it's I mean it's a uh, every time you play it, it's a different, it's a different. The board's always different, mm-hmm. but it's okay. a different it's a different game with the different people you play as. Much like Rogue Legacy, with every generation we play, but, and it's a different castle every time we play. Yeah, what's your? Uh, my number one number is one, yeah. uh, I don't know if it'll surprise you guys or not, but uh, Gone Home. Indie game that was released this year, uh, and it's all about you as playing as a the a, a girl coming home to her parents' house who've just moved in while you're away studying abroad in Europe, and you're coming home in Seattle in the 1990s to this new place, and your parents aren't home, and your little sister isn't home. And you're trying to figure out what exactly is happening with them. Like, what has happened in this year that you were away? Where you've called home a couple times, you sent letters a couple times, but you don't know what's happened to your family. Because it's an empty house when it shouldn't be empty. And you're... It's a very kind of voyeuristic game, because you're poking around and trying to figure stuff out, and you're reading journals and hearing a lot about the family life that you've been away from for so long and it's but I've, I felt like it hit a lot of emotional beats that just rang true and I, I thought it was a earnestly honest game like it, I think that the way it told the story and the setting and actually just exploring this house was really interesting I finished the game and then would go by myself like replaying it you know just floating it up again and starting again just to poke around the house a little bit more to look at the vhs tapes a little closer to see like what shows they were taping or what movies and they would have like uh like predator slash you know another movie because you would fit like three movies yeah, on those put, yeah, vhs yeah. tapes because you go like slp ex- on yeah it. yeah super long six hours play. There. yeah yeah you know, because that's something you did, and you know, you would find concert tickets laying around, or you know, like a movie ticket, you know, like on the floor, and just snooping around. It was just a really, it, it had me have an emotional response for a game that wasn't like hurry up and hit Y, otherwise you'll yeah. see Laura Croft like get eaten by a dog. You right. know, it wasn't like a visceral, like emotional <clears throat> impact. It was just a honest, really honest and quiet 
slow build to a very emotional kind of ending. And I don't want to spoil it because I think it's an awesome experience that I think it's definitely worth the 90 minutes it takes to play through one sitting of it. Is it on PC? It's on PC. It's on Steam. It's You can find it probably on... Well, that's where I find all my games is Steam. But yeah, it's on Steam and it's like 10 bucks, 12 bucks, you know, and it goes on sale for like 5 bucks every once in a while for Steam. And I think it's definitely worth it. I think it's definitely worth the... Because it's not, at that point, it's not the money investment, it's the time investment. Yeah. yeah. And I like, I would, it sounds it cool. I would come out to Kate and it'd be like, this game, you should play it, Kate. It's, it's cool. It's like the, the story being told is worth it. Like, granted, if it was a movie, it wouldn't work that way, you know, mm-hmm. because it's, you're not, there's yeah. no, because you have agency in having it told to you. So. I, I really enjoyed it. It's it's my number one game of 2013. It sounds cool. Mm-hmm. It's creepy. What what's creepy the count though? The count is Diablo three. It's the number one game, and I you know I played the demo. Yeah. I totally understand it. I love Diablo two, but that loot hunt. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Tomb Raider is our okay. number two, and then Gone Home would be our number three. Rogue Legacy would be our number four, and then Batman number five, which I'm okay with because <laughs> those yeah, were all the games that I, I really like. Now that I don't work at GameStop, I don't play as many games because they're mm-hmm. expensive. And I bought Lego Marvel Super Heroes, mm-hmm. except there's like a chip in my disc, so it wouldn't load up, mm-hmm. so I can't play it. So I'm going to have to do some return fudgery on that one. Um, I'm looking forward to it, though. I enjoyed the demo. But I also, I mean, I also played the DuckTales HD remasters, which yep. was fun. And then the Castle of Illusion re-release, which was a lot of fun as well. Yeah, and I enjoyed In- Injustice. Injustice Gods yeah. Among Us. It's just... It's a fighting game. It's like, a fighting, it's a fighting game. game. I, I could play it multiple times or play it one afternoon and mm-hmm. not have to play it. Bioshock again. Infinite really didn't Bioshock do much Infinite. in it for me. I love that <laughs> game, but it's not something I... I played through it once and... I was okay with, like, I don't have to go back, but that game was solid. I wish I could play Hearthstone, but I can't. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's still in beta, right? Yeah, it's yeah. still in closed beta. Um, the Stanley Parable but, uh, I haven't Hearthstone played Hearthstone is the World of Warcraft, like, trading card game that you can play online now. Uh, Brothers, the story of two sons, I haven't played yet, uh, but I just downloaded it because it was on Steam sale. I feel like I'm not, I don't want to say missing out by not having a PS3 or like a PS4 or Xbox One, but I didn't get a chance to play Last of Us, which I really wanted to. I dicked around a little bit on Battlefield 4. Yeah, it's, it's hard to play. It's, I'm not a shooter guy, so that's not for me. But, oh, Wizardry is on Steam sale right now for another five hours. I might have to buy it. Do it, Paul. Mass Effect 2 is on Steam sale. You own it! Five dollars. You own it <laughs> already, It's only five dollars. Uh, <clears throat> but we won't charge you five dollars to listen to us ramble every week. Oh, well, Shadowrun f- Returns was really good too. Oh, I forgot that one. Wow, that came out, and I've <coughs> I played over eight hours of it, and it was yeah. That that would be my honorable mention out of all the games, like Shadowrun Returns. Really before we uh, before we lock it up, um, every year we do our death pool oh, picks. Oh, death I, pool. I I never pick anyone oh. until like I have to just go. Um, so is there any beer left? Yeah, there is. All right, I'm gonna pour this out as we. Figure out who we think will die in 2014. Not, uh, it's just always off, like, 
from the hip for me. Mm-hmm. Sean, you're probably a little bit more it. prepared. Are you going to pause it? or? Yeah. Okay. All right, John, you are our leader, right? Correct, overall? I am our leader with uh, three, four so, years ago with so does Amy that, Winehouse. So does that mean you go last? I go last. That's fine. And then, Chris, you're... You're, you're last, zero. So you get to pick whoever Fine. you want. I know it's tough. It's tough. It's hard. You wield like, a I, lot I of power. Whoever you say will not die this year. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that's your streak. That's, so that's give awesome. people some. I'm glad the year you picked uh, John Lithgow and the year you picked Stan Lee. Yeah. Yeah. yeah give Stan, somebody. Stan Lee's birthday was like yesterday or the day before, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. Jeez. I'm so bad at this. Like, I never can figure out who to pick. Um, I'll go Mark Hamill. Ooh, Dude okay. looks rough. And Carrie Fisher. Whoa, wow. You're giving <laughs> yeah, two. That's, why not? Well, they won't, we won't see him in episode eight, huh? <laughs> who, Maybe that, in those, seven. my picks. Not eight. Wow. Well, okay. you, I just... I just pick people, Paul. I didn't, I didn't know you went with both of them. Uh, uh, it, boom, boom. One led to the other. They're twins. Right. Hey, <laughs> they are. They were born together. They are going to die together. I understand. Uh, my two picks, I guess I'm going with two, is uh Justin Bieber. He just retired. Yeah, he. Re- that's he, yeah, that's gonna stick. He like, retired. So you know, what else is he going to uh, do? Isn't it also because like he was he went to go to Australia. To do a bunch of concerts, and he had to cancel because nobody bought tickets for him. Well, and he's also banned he, from somewhere too. Yeah, because he like left graffiti spray painted all over Germany? the hotel and somewhere? everything in Australia, and they're like, "Oh, it's Australia." Okay. Mm-hmm. And the mayor's <laughs> like, "If you come back here, you're gonna have to repaint the wall." Like, that's that's how we do things here. And uh, somebody that's been getting around the uh, you know media circuit, you know, I've seen him when I was down in Vegas a lot on commercials. Mike Ditka, Mike oh, Ditka. Wow. Own... forgot he was a person. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's measuring he's... as like a caricature from Saturday Night Live now. <laughs> he, he seems like like he should, you know, he. He's, he's he I don't like know how. I don't know how think. he's still walking around. But it's Mike Ditka, that, that hair. I think if there was one person that might. Uh, Kick it in 2013 or right. 14. It really be Mike Dicka. We got two days left or three days left. <sighs> two days left. Two days left. Yeah, it's the 29th. Yeah. Well, I was thinking midnight because it's no. 11:30. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. 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 So that Mike Dicka might not even make it to 2014. But John, teach us how it's done. Uh, I'm gonna go Brendan Fraser. Ooh. His he career, has to, maybe. <laughs> too much to live for. He's got kids. You never know. He always is fluke thing. Fluke thing. Yeah, it could be a fluke. Yeah, he'd run it's into gonna a tree. He's gonna have a heart attack. Oh, someone's <laughs> gonna tell him to watch out for that tree, though. Do we count if he gets? Do we count if he gets frozen and buried? Um, in Encino, California. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> Stay tuned for Bagging the Boardcast episode one million. We're like, nope, Brent Fraser's still alive. Sean Astin's ancestor like dug him out and tried to build a pool. There you go. Boom. Uh and then I'll go uh I'm gonna go Gene Wilder, my one of my favorite oh. comedians. How old is he now? How old he's uh probably close to eighty. Wow. Cause like when he was doing, when he was making movies, he was in his forties. Man, is he going stir crazy yet? Mm, possibly. Um, this is just a wonka of a pick. 
I didn't realize he was that old. Yeah. He's an older. Um, if, you, if you're right, it'd be a real silver streak for you. Oh. <laughs> Can't what? think can't think of actors to do, but he can think of a million puns. Let's wrap this up so Paul can get to bed. <laughs> He's having too much fun now. <laughs> hey, I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm just put the palm mask on. I'm just blazing. Oh, uh, he's blazing apples. <laughs> With these puns. I don't get that one. Uh, I know. So it that was a stretch. It was a stretch. I thought that if I just left it as blazing, then it'll be fine. Yeah. Nope, you gotta go all the way. No, no, I didn't with Willy Wonka. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think Wonka stands enough. Uh, yeah, so. that's why I said Wonka. Yeah, real Wonka. Anyways, yeah, let's wrap it up. That is our 2013 year in perspective, retrospective. We put the perspective in retrospective. <laughs> we do for that. For you. Uh, through beer goggles. And we hope you had fun listening. And if you have different choices and different games that you really wish we talked about or comics that you wish we read. Yeah, let us know what your favorite yeah. video games, movies, comic books of the year are. Contact at beggingboardcast.com. You can find this post over at our Facebook page. Just if you found us, you know, here online, then you found us there. It's just bagged and board. Yeah. We're easy to get but to. But don't type just. No. Just Type bagged and bored. And also Twitter, at bagged and bored. All yeah. one word because it's Twitter. <laughs> so, uh, most of all, well, 2013, well, let's end this on a good note. Give us a rating and review over at iTunes. So, like, let's close out the is. year. With at least one more. Yeah, one more. Give me one more rating. If you're one of the people that just liked us over on the Facebook, it's your job. Mm-hmm. You it's know, your duty to go over to the Facebook. You just you know, spend iTunes. a ton of time with your family and friends. As a parting gift to them, tell them to listen to this podcast and read its review us on iTunes. And we'll see you in 2014 with episode number 198. Ooh, slow death march to 200. Unless, unless it gets lost. <laughs> oh.